This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. got to decide how you're going to walk out of here when it's all said and done because the game is going to go on and there's only one rule you're going to need to know about there are no second chances there's only this moment and the next moment every one of those moments is a test that you get to take one time and only one time You see an opening, tear into it. If you get a shot at victory, make sure you take it. Seize that moment. That moment is a crossroads where everything you want will collide with everything standing in your way. You've got momentum at your back. Fear and doubt are thundering like a freight train straight at you. And all you got. The only difference between making history and being history, the only thing, the only thing you can count on in any given moment is you. It's you versus them. You versus no. You versus can't. You versus next year, last year, statistics, excuses. You versus history. Versus the odds. It's you versus second place. Clock is ticking. Let's see what you've got. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. All right, all right, all right. Eight minutes past the hour. It's the Rick and Bubba Show. Welcome in. Yep, yep, yep. Busy show, busy show, busy show. We got a lot happening today. We got us a check to hand out. Tim Spencer with Buffalo Wild Wings is going to be with us. Uh, The charity charge last month brought in a great amount of money uh, that is going to be uh, donated to uh, Beckett's Blessing Box. Uh, We'll talk about that, uh, and we'll have a representative on from uh, the charity uh, to let you know how the money raised is going to go to great use. Also, we'll announce this coming Monday's charity for this month's charity charge. All that happening today. Also, Jesse Cole. You remember uh, uh, B- Banana Ball? We had Jesse on. Uh, it's been a minute, but we had him on a while back. Even had him on Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, if you want to go back and check that out. They had a big announcement yesterday as they announced their 2022 dates uh, and where the uh, the circuit's going to go for Banana Ball. And there's a couple of Rick and Bubba markets that made the cut, and uh, our flagship market is one of them. Uh, and we'll talk to him a little bit later in the show today. Bible study live today at noon central. So a lot happening. Plus, we got some updates and a controversial hoodie that we have to talk about. 
All that and 866-WE-BE-BIG. Eddie Van Adler, he's got TV. He's right here, buddy. Look at him. Fired up. I see his thumb. He just gives me a thumbs up every now and that's all I see is his hand. There it is. Uh, and he's ready for another day as he's got TV rolling. And to my right, it's Mr. Greg Burgess and Michael Helms. What's up, boys? Yeah. What is, what is happening, boys? I got three words to say. You're welcome, Atlanta. Yeah. You're welcome, Atlanta. You're welcome, Atlanta. For the loss. Got you back on track, friends. <laughs> hey, Freddie Freeman, yeah, you're back I on track. Have, Absolutely. Hey, the Braves had no business even being in that game yesterday. They Walker Bueller, Walker Bueller yeah. is on the mound. And they won two. Hey, guys, I don't know if y'all know this or not. The Braves have not won in L.A. in 10 or right. 11 straight games. He's trying games. to cover his hoodie. It's it, not they, covering anything. They've lost covering 10 of 11 hoodie. there. Yeah, 10 of 11 there. Okay, now, so now yesterday against Walker Bueller, you're not expected to Bueller. win. Now, Bueller. Today, now, today, in a bullpen matchup against – uh, for a bullpen game for the Dodgers. Um, now, if you don't get today, I am concerned about the hoodie. Okay, um, but Which but you're not supposed to win good, yesterday. Yeah. Everything stacked up for the Dodgers. My goodness, if it wasn't for the hoodie, they wouldn't even got those runs. You got a you got a center fielder I, missing fly balls. You got Jock Peterson is standing at the plate, and I don't know what the umpire was looking at, mm-hmm. but there's a third strike that should have been called and was not, and then he rips one. That always happens. So a lot of good things out of the hoodie yesterday. Well, the um, a lot of good things. Well, Don't y'all take that lightly at all. The Braves, everybody, and the fact that Freeman's back on track. Well, you're welcome, Atlanta. Hey, this is a great, seen. great spin on your part. You're welcome, uh, Atlanta. And, and if I was you, I'd be doing it. Um, I that really would. I really would. It is. I mean, I would. Um, Y'all don't believe in the hoodie? What? No, I'm I just told saying, you what would happen. I know, I know, but I'm just uh, we're just talking. about I told it. what did I say yesterday. You got your one of three. I know, and you would think going into the eighth win- inning, winning five to two, no. boy, boy, I tell you what, it was looking good. And um, Bellinger's home run uh, on a, a high ninety. Jackson mile made a good pitch. Yes. Oh, everybody's screaming at Jackson. Ninety seven no baseball power fastball, great pitch. Um, the it's uh, above the lettering on his jersey. That was an unbelievable hit. Uh, you just got a wild. Just say, wow, yeah, what a hit. Yeah. Um, and that ties it. And then they go ahead, take the lead, and then win the game. So it's two one. Uh, but I'm just saying, I think we just talk about, you know, the pink elephant in the room and, and there was, uh, that's the hoodie. Oh, uh, I think, I think you are emailing to... and, and criticizing, but I don't, I don't, you well, know, I got a lot of emails thanking me for the from, loss from yourself. Hey, guys, you, this is a long you deal. Yourself? You don't, it's a long <laughs> haul. You don't bring out the hoodie for a couple innings. <laughs> Um, it's a long deal. And on the other side, you weren't listening yesterday morning. If you're criticizing the hoodie. Okay, buddy. And hey, I'm gonna say this: y'all criticize y'all that are criticizing. I got Freeman back on track. If you get one of these three games, <laughs> hey, if you track. get one of these three games, and y'all are sitting there it, when we were in the World Series, don't ask me to bring the. hoodie I would have taken the one when you last need night. the hoodie. Don't ask me for it. <laughs> you got me. If you're criticizing dog, me, don't ask me. Let for the, the dog sleep on it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, what a I, game, by the way. Boy, what a game. Yeah, it was a good game. And, um, and then on the other side, you've got uh, the Astros. Congratulations on and, that for And uh, what a what a ninth inning for them. Well, they score seven. Uh, and, they did. And, yeah. uh, and uh, win nine to two. Guys, this and is so, playoff October baseball for you. This is the way things shake out. Do you think mm-hmm. the Boston Red Sox went in up 2-1 that they were going to lose nine to two? 
in the late innings. And by the way, congratulations to our friend of the show, Kendall Graveman, who picks up a, a rare win. Mm-hmm. He usually comes in and, and set, sets it up for the closer. Yeah. Phenomenal job last night. Pitched, pitched two, two innings. innings. Yeah. 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 So well done, Kendall, on that front. And uh, anyway. Good yeah. baseball. Yeah, Goodness really gracious. good baseball. Both teams will go at it again today. And today is the day where I do think Atlanta has to win. All right, well, let me ask you today this, Today is it. Would, would you agree, though? And you I'll would, say this. Would, you would have taken the win last night. Oh, absolutely. Because there's, there's your one. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I so – But you and I were texting earlier, mm-hmm. even when it was 5-2, to two, and I was saying, hey, this is I, – I don't really think they're going to end up winning this game. This right. is – this is typical, and here's another thing. And Greg and I were talking about Golly, this earlier. That's unbelievable. That is above the Dodgers written on his jersey. It, it really at is ninety eight, ninety seven, and how he gets his hands through it. That's Bellinger, man. It, he's this, a, he's a big time gamer. This is where, if you look at the strike, that's how high the ball. I know. Was. I mean, it was it was up there, way up there, and and he just had a. A great swing on it, and he's always kinda, huge in October. I, I told we were Luke Jackson was just looking around like, did he? That just I know, happened. I know. Oh, anyway, well, it was good. It was <clears> fun. <throat> I do feel bad. You know, you want to if you really get into these mojo things, <laughs> I'll tell you who you need to blame if you're Atlanta, and that's the Dodgers fans that left early. I How many times do we that? see that, that when they leave? Yeah. They showed it on TV. I, Why would you leave in a three-run game? That's easy know. money for the Dodgers offense. And speaking of money, world? you know me. I mean, those and tickets plus, had to cost a lot. I know. You know? I mean, tickets had to cost a, a pretty penny. Why are you yeah, leaving? But, I mean, that's not a blowout. You're down five to They actually two, showed right. it on the broadcast, them showing cars leaving. Yeah, yeah. I don't get I it. I don't either. Don't get it, don't get it, don't get it. Um, well, they so go anyway, at it again today. The, I the think only they're... reason why we're bringing this up, besides the fact that we're watching it, is is the hoodie. Yeah. I'll, I'll just I'll just. I'll well, just you're welcome, Atlanta. You're welcome on the loss. Freeman texted me earlier today and said, thank you, sir. So the hoodie was just for Freeman? No, and that's another – no, I didn't say that. It's for the entire series. I said (laughs) they get one of three. (laughs) Do y'all really – if you've lost ten games to them in L.A., you really think you're going to walk out there and beat Walker Bueller? Now, that's what probably happened is everybody got their hopes up after he was out in the fourth. Lux is out there dropping fly balls. Mm-hmm. Umpires giving Peterson winning an extra five shot. two in the eighth. You you start to think, is it possible? Oh, you do. Yeah. I told my family, hey, I don't like this. As a righty Bellinger, he's due. Did you still have the hoodie on watching the game? Or no, 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 no. I took it off. Maybe that's the problem. Or left. Why did you wear it all day? Can't abuse it. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour. All right, we've uh, really broken down uh, what's happening today. We've got a charity charge check to present to Beckett's Blessings Box. Uh, Taylor Morton will be with us uh, and receive that check from last month's charity. And uh, I tell you what, it's a good amount too. Uh, we'll tell you all about that and how the money raised will go to great use. Uh, and then this coming Monday, uh, October twenty-fifth, Greg. Uh, Vanessa's foundation uh, will be uh, the beneficiary of this month's charity yeah, charge. Yeah, go eat some chicken. Yeah, and we'll talk about that as well. I'll don't, also don't forget Jesse Cole with uh, Banana Ball will be with us later in the show today. Banana Ball. They made um, a uh, an announcement yesterday uh, of the cities selected uh, for their 2022 tour, and uh, two very big markets of the Rick and Bubba show were selected. And we'll break that down and talk about that. And according to Jesse, uh, you, the Rick and Bubba show, uh, the Army, 
uh, were a big part of what they decided to do on a couple of the markets. So we'll celebrate that today and talk to Jesse Cole uh, on that big news coming out of Banana Ball. Uh, yes, that's right, Banana Ball. If you don't know about it, make sure you're tuning in a little bit later. Uh, and don't forget uh, Bible Study Live today, noon central with Rick. All right, uh, you, what would what, you just sneak I'm, in I'm, here? I, I come bearing gifts today. Okay, all right. Oh, uh, not from me. From you. Uh, but okay, from, it a, oh, it's a, oh hoodie. it's a hoodie. No. It's, oh, uh, now we can all mess the Braves up. Yeah. It's uh, from the intern, <laughs> intern, the winner. The winner. You know, he yeah. stood out. He was. He did. Uh, he, he was I mean, a winner. We sure. always have great interns. Thanks, winner. Had a great a good, segment in the, in the mornings on yeah. our chicken they se- dinner. They seem to have a good head on the shoulders, but he just seemed to be different and special. Yeah. And this he is another. Here. This yeah. is another reason why. Okay. He, uh, he didn't like Speedy. He's back in school <laughs> at Hillsdale College. That's right. And he has sent us all T-shirts. Oh, well, how about so, that? How about Look that? Look at so that. I put Adler. You'll all find right. yours in your uh, in the little uh, studio there. TV Look studio, production room, whatever Hill's you call Hill. it. And um, Rick that. and Bubba, yours are in your offices. Oh, shirt. So, it's a good looking t shirt. Look at that shirt right there. Yeah. Huh? Hey, Hillendale. If you don't like that, then you can just do something. <laughs> so, compliments of uh, winner. the winner. Thanks, thank you. Thank buddy. you, winner. Wish I, I could have seen the box that came like in. The color. It really looked like somebody had took a baseball bat and beat the box. Well, that was a tough really? trip from Hillendale. It was. Yeah. It was yeah. a real tough I trip. Is he still doing his. Radio show at college. I don't know. Bedroom. I guess so. I, I got to tell you, the the fact that we got it is a miracle. So there's no complaining here. Boy, it's a it's rough out there right now. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I mean, it really Very rough. Is. Very I thought it was sitting off the coast of California on a, on a cargo ship. <laughs> Ooh, I got my hands folded. Yeah, I got stuff like this. We <laughs> also at some point this uh, <laughs> this hour probably we, I don't know if y'all want to do it, but we we've been asked to name a dog. Nah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> well, you know what Greg's gonna he names everything, but buddy. Yeah, I mean, it's I just his go-to. It's a lot of pressure, ain't naming it. Mm-hmm. Um, Titus, you want me to give you the down here? I'm going with Titus. I want to name him that. I do like Titus. It's not bad. That's that's not well, bad at all. You. Take Greg. a sniff like Barney, huh? Uh, you know, I heard description. Of all right, go ahead and take a sip. <laughs> all right, now, you if go. you why did you say right, Titus? first thing came to my right, mind? I'm really, that down. that's I'm very that down. interesting. I don't know. You know what first thing comes to my mind? And this has more to do with the type of dog, Schultz. I had an uncle that had this Too is a German Shepherd. Schultz is not hard to say. Yeah, it is for a dog. It's a German Shepherd. Yeah, that's he he say. had he had uh, several German Shepherds, uh, and he one of them he named, named Schultz. it after the uh, the guy off of uh, what? What am I looking for? Hogan's Heroes. That's I don't know he if yeah, because he was a German guy on there. I don't know if this individual wants us calling names and giving specific details, so I'll leave that out. She just says, "Hi, I've been listening to you guys for years. I wanted your feedback on what to name my new puppy." Uh, long story short, there was evidently a speed. This is how she got a new puppy. There was Bowser. a speed, cha- uh, speed chase huh. in the county in which she lives that ended up ending right next to her home. All right. Uh, the guy was evidently out in their yard, and it just scared them. And so they thought, hey, we got to get some protection around here. And so um, I think they the, in this story, uh, she says that this is the line. My sister got a gun, and I got a dog. Okay. She said, "We've uh, we've been running uh, around. Do they feel like there's going to be another speech? We've been going round and round. On, I don't know, Greg. <laughs> I don't, the odds hey, are hey, hey Buzzkill, to stop. Hey, you right. know, I figure the odds are there's probably not going to happen. It says here she put on a hoodie and then this <laughs> happened. <laughs> she said, "We've been going round and round on names. So I thought, round hey, why not ask round. all of you? I value your opinion. 
No, I admire dude. the fact that you gentlemen put God above all else and you stand by your faith. All input on the name is very welcome. Thank you for your stories and keeping me inspired when I feel lost. Does God bless say, you all. Does this say male or female dog? Uh, that's kind of yeah, it says uh, German Shepherd. She has not she. come into okay. her own yet she. and is still oh, skittish. That's so that's Titus is still, you could still man. call Titus. I see it a man. Yeah. A man? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I was going to go with Apollo, but again, that's a guy. I guess Schultz is a, a male name too, so that's out. Dang. Any How any about thoughts? Serena Williams. First thing, <laughs> man. You know, I am I looking for. I had a lot of male <laughs> names in my mind. I did too, and so we got to go female. Here. Um, I, hey. I do look forward to the Serena Williams movie coming out about the dad. Oh yeah, is he going to scream at her? Probably. They're going to make the dad look bad and and realize that if it wasn't for him doing what he's doing, they wouldn't be as great well, as they Grosky are. Grosky had a great point. He did. That. You know, it did work out. Don't blame him when it actually works out. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, all right, so f- so female dog names. For uh, this, this German gen- Shepherd uh, lady, female. yeah, German Shepherd female. Eight, Helga, six, the German giantress. Uh, Eight six six. Helga, we be big. Um, if you want to help me, uh, or, always, or you can also email Greg at Rick and Bubba. No, you can't. You can't do that. I just um, shut my computer now. Uh, let's see here. Oh, I've always liked Charlie. I don't know why. Um, Wait, we're talking about a female. Well, that's fine. Yeah, you can you can do you can do, you female. Can do female Charlie. Yeah. You can. I've always liked Charlie. I am going Charlie, then. Um, I, I will say this. I would call, if it was a boy, see, this is where I bought If it was a boy, it'd be easy. I'd call it Chase because there was a speed chase right. that brought him the dog. I had Trooper that down. Was, that's too, too that was, human. Huh? That's too much of a human name. Yeah, but I'm trying to think of the instance hey, that caused Adler. him. Yeah. Like, you know, call it safety. That's what they got it yeah. for. Call it speed um, chase. Yeah. All right, so everybody's wanting to weigh in. Uh, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Call it speedy. My grandmother had a chihuahua named Speedy. My great-grandmother had a really? chihuahua named Speedy. Yeah. Well, really? Was, she fa- was he fast? No, he's real old. What about Sadie? Sadie's good. I'm, I'm okay with Sadie. So, Sadie, Sadie Maggie. It's a little overused. Yeah. Um, Lily? What do y'all think of Lily? Mm-hmm. You want to know the top ten? I had a Lily. I feel like with a, with a German Shepherd, it needs to be a manly female dog name. Lucy? I'm sorry. If that makes any sense. Yeah, no, I get it. So we go um, Chaz. Well, I didn't really mean I didn't mean well, that. You want to know the good, <laughs> that, was, that was a good night. Look at that reference. Yeah. Eight six six. We be big. Nova. What about Nova? No, I like Nova. Why was that? Nova's the top not bad. Card Chase. Was it being yeah, that's we, good. Nova's not bad. I'm looking at the top one hundred. I'm looking at the top one hundred. Uh, girl names for dogs. I've got the top ten female German Shepherd names. Oh, Luna, Bella, uh, Sadie, Stella, Lucy, uh, Zoe, 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 Zoe. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. <laughs> Athena. Oh, I like Athena. You do? Yeah. It's too hard to say. Greg, uh-huh. Athena, it what is wrong flow. with you? It doesn't flow. Now, that, I'll give you Picture that. Picture you're, calling your do- you're in the front yard calling your dog. Athena. Mm. I think, so. no, that I think three of those names you mentioned Bella. Uh, are were in the running for Coco's name. By the way, we got a string from these calls. Rick Good and Bubba, night. Rick and Bubba. Five minutes until top of the hour. It's the Rick and Bubba Show. 
866-WE-BE-BIG. If you're trying to call and you're getting a busy signal, it's because every line we have is on hold and ready for this next uh, segment. We have got, um, we've got a mission here. Uh, we're going to need you, uh, the Rick and Bubba Army, to help name a dog. Um, we uh, had uh, a listener. They said that they uh, they had an encounter at the house where uh, someone had a was was being chased by police. Ended up going through their property, kind of scared them a little bit, and realized, wait a minute, we we need we need some type of uh, protection here. Uh, and they they bought a dog, and it was a German Shepherd, uh, just to kind of help you know have guard over the house. And uh, it's a female, and and they want uh, to. Get a name, and they they know and they value the show and and the listeners and, and viewers of this show. So we've asked you to call eight six six We Be Big to see if you had any name suggestions, and we're going to do this real quick to see if we have maybe the top two or three, and then we'll we'll settle on a name. Before you go to phones, I want to throw these out. This is very good from the email mm-hmm. uh, chain here. Uh, this person has two, mm-hmm. Samantha and Murphy, both females. I like both of those names. I like Man. Murphy. I do too. I like Murphy, and I like Murphy a lot. Um, I like Murphy. And and going to break, we had Charlie and Nova down as as things we were kind of interested in. But we'll take some calls here. Uh, I don't I have one. your name. I don't have your name. Uh, uh, but I got three three four is the area code. Uh, what is your suggestion, Bowser? <laughs> Go ahead. Hmm. I'm not gonna be able to That's handle working this. Working good. What about? Uh, yeah, go ahead, bud. Right, this Am is, I on? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah blow, you're blow on. Him up. All right, Taller Farlane. You know, German word for girl. And oh. burn the hoodie. Burn the hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> <That's good. laughs> what about uh, Sasha? Yeah, 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 yeah. I like Sasha. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's my vote. It's Sasha. I like Sasha. I like, I like Sasha. All right, done. That's it. <laughs> That'll do Sasha it. Sasha, it is. Uh, <laughs> if, we have, if we had this uncomfortable delay again, please blow it's going them up. to be. Yeah. Uh, let's go to 205. What's up? Hey, I was going to say Sasha. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, really? I got one. Broom, yeah, Broomhilda. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Broomhilda. It is. Huh? Broomhilda. Yeah. Uh, let's go to, uh, so Hildy, let's go to two, five, six, two, five, six. What's up? Hey fellas. Hey, we went to the Amish and supposed to get a a mail and apparently they can't tell the difference. Just like this is not storytelling time. (laughs) Uh, we need names. We need names. I don't know what happened with the Amish. (laughs) We need names. Uh, what's your name suggestion? Uh, Helga. 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 Okay. That's not bad. All right. (laughs) Greg doesn't like it. I can tell, but. Uh, let's go 205. 205, what's up? Morning, gentlemen. Hey. What about Zena? Zena? Zenith. Yeah. Zenith? Zenith? I like Zena better. Yeah. All right, that's it. Let's go with that. <laughs> Got it? Uh, anybody writing these down? Nah. I'm writing the ones that I, I guess I better should. All right. So, uh, so, let's go to what was the other Sasha and, and Murphy. I really liked. Murphy? 256, what's up? Hello? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, so I got two suggestions. My first suggestion is Ellie. I love Ellie. Ellie. And Ellie. Names that end in E tend to be better for um, training. And then oh, the other one is God. D-O-G, because how you spell it is D-O-G. <laughs> I got a friend with a dog named D-O-G. 
I got oh, you. Oh, wow. yeah. All right, let's go with that. Let's go with that. He's a sniff ender. <laughs> Ellie. I didn't know that about right, uh, let's go with dogs' names that right. end in E are easier to right. train. I'm, I'm, I'm taking it. I'm taking it. Greg, don't, 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 hey, it's probably There's true. Not I'm taking two more. He was confident. Two more and we got to name it. Right. The dog ain't going to make a smarter dog. I've only wrote the ones name. down that let's I like. Let's go to 205. Well, you're supposed to be writing them all down. So you want me to write the OG down. We're going with Sasha. Let's go to 205. 205, what's up? I'm uh, loving watching speed. Let's go to uh, 601. 601, what's going on? This is why they want to scream. Hey, good morning. This hey. Is Alan. Yeah, hey, what's, hey, uh, what's your name suggestion? Uh, Harley. Harley. I Harley. like Harley. Okay. Nervous Let's go caller. with that. I like Harley. <laughs> Craig, you can't go with all of them. Nervous caller. Um, somebody said call him Holly Rowe. <laughs> call her Harley. Harley. All right, uh, last one. 334. Three, Harley. Harley. Uh, Three three four, what's up? This is this is going well. Yeah. Three three four. <laughs> this night. is going exactly like I thought. I want it just would. one more. Uh, that is good. Two five six, what's happening? Uh, what about Harley? Somebody, somebody, we've had that. <laughs> That's a good one. Hey, I got one. What about Sasha? What about Harley? Harley, Harley Rowe. All right, give me the top three. Sasha, I'm gonna give you four. Sasha, I'm gonna give you four. It. Sasha, Murphy, with Ellie, or Harley. Those one of those four. Well, the E sounds because it makes them train better. <laughs> <laughs> I like Sasha Who Murphy, Ellie Harley are the four that I've got. How now. do you determine that the E sound on E makes a dog? I don't know, train? but we're How in trouble. You that? This. That's true. We're in trouble I'm, with Coco. I'm gonna yeah. tell you this: there is no way, no way with unscreened phone calls. I could barely get a name suggestion <laughs> that we're gonna get people voting. Nah, on this. there's Let's no way. I say we attempt it though. I think oh, really, yeah, absolutely. All right, here, here's here, here's the. Uh, Ooh, I like Sage. Y'all here's like Sage. The, no, no, here are the uh, suggestions. Sorry, Shane. <laughs> Murphy, sucks. Sasha, Harley, and Eli. Eli. Oh, Ellie. Excuse me, <laughs> Ellie. You bad as a caller. <laughs> Ooh, I got high pitch. <laughs> Sasha, Murphy, Ellie, Harley. All right, those are the four. Kamala. Uh, <laughs> no, why is that? <laughs> no, why is that, Greg? Hey. Because that's our in honor to... of our vice president. Ooh, y'all like Hazel? Hazel. Buddy, we, we got to okay, settle we got on four. four. I'm sorry. Good uh, night, sorry. hoodie. I'm sorry. No more. Um, You're welcome, uh, Atlanta. Let's go with candy. Sh- should I, should I like, uh, should I like just absolutely just mo- blow through all these here? Let's no. see here. Nah, there we go. Boom. I just, I just resetted everything. Oh, wow. Look now at those Let's go to uh, a lot of three, up. three, four. Uh, we, we're looking at um, Ellie. Harley, Sasha, or Murphy? What's your vote? Well, I'm gonna put a kink in it. We're not we're not putting kinks in anything. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. We're looking for Ellie, Harley, Sasha, or Murphy. Oh, Murphy. Thank you. Hey, how about that? We had Got somebody it. had to mind the rules there. Two two one seven. I'd like to know where you're calling from. Two one seven. Good morning. I'm calling from the state of Illinois. Yeah, awesome, baby. What's up, Illinois? What's your What's your name suggestion out of uh, Ellie, Harley, Sasha, or Murphy? Murphy. Ah, okay. Oh, wow. Two O. That's two Murphs. Just Murphy. like the Braves. Uh, let's go point. to two five six. What What's your suggestion from uh, <laughs> Ellie, Harley, Sasha, Hoodie. or Murphy? Sasha. Ooh, okay. Sasha we got, said we it weird. Like, Sasha. How, what's yeah. it take for them to we get a winner? Five. Nah, uh, when we got to go to break, okay. Uh, so which is fun. just in a few minutes. Uh, eight five zero. Oh, what's up? What's your name suggestion? Uh, Ellie, Harley, Sasha, or Murphy? Oh, we're tied. Huh. 
Booger. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I knew you would. Look at him grinning. <laughs> yeah. Just grinning so big. Uh, uh, let's go to uh, 205. 205 calling in. What's your uh, name suggestion? What's your vote? Murphy. All right, there's another Murphy. Murphy. 3-1. I want Murphy. I want to say Murphy. (laughs) Murphy, come here, Murphy. Where's Murphy? Oh, God. Stop it. Hard to train, Uh, though. Another 205. What's going on? What's your your, your vote? Ellie, I guess. Ellie. Okay, Okay, throwing it away. I like it. Uh, Let's go to 662, Mississippi checking in. What's up? Hey, I want to vote. Uh, okay, all right. Well, what's your what's your name suggestion out of uh, Ellie, Harley, Sasha, or Murphy? Harley. All right. First Harley on the board. There we go. There's the Harley. Uh, let's see. Let's go to three three four. Uh, where's that at? Right there. Three three four. Unscreen phone calls. You're, we're voting uh, Ellie, Harley, Sasha, or Murphy for the new German Shepherd puppy. This listener has Harley. Thank you. Wow. Back in play. Harley Rowe. Harley. Uh, let's go to 706. 706 area code. Uh, Unscreened phone calls. What's your vote? Uh, Harley. Harley. Where, where okay. is? Harley is coming Tied. back. My goodness. We gotta... What about that, Greg? How you feel about that? I'm fired up. Uh, let's go to 601. It's coming down to the wire. I don't know 601. What to do. Take a sip, buddy. Uh, Murphy. Uh, Murphy. Thank you. I like the way he said it. Yeah. Uh, let's go to 850. 850 unscreened phone calls. What's going on? Hey, Harley is coming back. Hey, buddy, you got the delay on. You ready? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. All right, Dan. Go ahead. Fired up. Mm-hmm. You ready? What's your, what's your vote? Gretchen. Gretchen? That would have been a good one. That would have been. Lisa actually sent and I missed it. Bridget. I never thought about oh, that. that's good. Yeah. What if but we maybe stop if all voting maybe, and name it? Bridget? Hey, maybe yeah. if you looked at your phone every now. Well, and then. Yeah. I'm, I don't know if y'all yeah. noticed I'm at work. I had to show him your Marco Polo from yesterday because he didn't see it. Yeah, don't, and don't give me though. any excuse. That was funny. Well, I just needed help. Uh, let's go to two one four two one four. We only have a few seconds. We need here. one more Murphy. Two one four. Where are you calling from? Two one four. Shouldn't ask. We that. could blow the whole thing up. Hey, two one four. Two one four checking in. What's funny is two one four. Everybody Earth, that's on Earth to two one four are yelling. Hey. Earth, is this person listening? You probably should go with their last four two one four of their phone, not their first. Because three. a lot yeah. of people are going to have the same number. <laughs> I right? No, I not don't see any other two one four. No, not two one four. You're right. That's uh, well, not, are they you got a lot of three three four? Do they have mute on? I mean, you're just getting frustrated with this. Well, no, if you're calling, uh, let's go with Sage about this. If, if you're it's calling, it's the same frustration Rick has when he's over there doing yeah, this. Yeah, I it's love fun it. over there. I know it is. It's yeah, a blast. And I, and I get he's it. He's trying to get a theme song. Wish yeah. I had my hoodie on. <laughs> let's go to 850. Check in. What's your rag. vote? What's your vote, 850? Harley. 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 So it's 4 4 Harley Murphy. Wow. All right. You want to blow the whole thing up, name name her Bridget? (laughs) Yep. That's it. All right. I'm taking two calls and going to break. Okay. All right. You ready? Here it is. Is the staff, are we voting or is this, or are we going to let the Let's see what this, let's see what happens with this two more. I'm a point. All right. Let's go to 256. 256. What's going on? Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, no, it's <laughs> do, not do. That. That's I, a good name. I know that's yours. One of your minions, Greg. That's a good. Uh, let's name. go to two zero five checking in. What's up, two zero five? What's your vote? What? What is your vote? Just forget that. What's your vote? V O T E. Vote. He's listening to the delay. Am I getting? Can't figure it out. Uh, two five six. What's your vote? 
Do-do. Uh, yeah, we got to get another one in. Oh, you're, your minions are calling, Greg. Hey, I don't know if y'all know this. Doo is in a commanding. 205. Uh, <laughs> he's in second at the one moment. One more Doo-Doo. Was that 205. What's your vote? I'm saying Miller. Buddy, that's not a <laughs> I do like that name. I really need a vote. But I really not for need a girl. 205, yeah. another one. 205, what's your vote? Holly Roll. Oh, gosh, somebody. <laughs> All right, they, they got to go to break. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll, we'll finish it. We'll finish it right here. You go Murphy or Harley? Uh, I like just, Murphy. Harley. Oh, it's on you. Oh, now, we got, we got Adler in there. He's got a vote. Nah, he don't care. Huh? What's he going Yes. What about, what about D's? <laughs> <laughs> Adler. I'm going Murphy. You are? Yep. Murphy it Murphy is. Murphy it is. Murphy it is. Thank I y'all. Know. I'm exhausted. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right. Seven minutes until top of the hour. We've got a name for uh, one of the listeners, viewers, uh, puppy, German Shepherd, uh, and it's Murphy. Uh, And we thank all of you for joining in. Some of you we thank. Uh, And others, I know we're having fun. Just Greg Minions, uh, just trying to make you happy, Greg. And I think that happened. I actually got an email. Somebody got a new gerbil. They'd like us to name it. Oh, really? Okay. (laughs) Uh, Name it, too. uh, This portion of the program. What would you name a gerbil? (laughs) Cecil. Frankie. <laughs> Louie. Oh, Louie, I like. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by Gabby.com slash Bubba, which stands for Get a Better Insurance. The prices uh, of just about everything is on the rise, which means we all need to look for ways you can save money. And uh, let us suggest your auto insurance uh, needs to be looked at. Uh, your, uh, you know, you could be paying too much and not even know it. And with Gabby.com slash Bubba, they can do that. They get that shopping for insurance uh, that can be frustrating at times, they'll take care of it and uh, get your exact plan uh, and coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers like Nationwide, Travelers, and many more. And then they can get back to you and say, okay, what you have is good, or you can move over here with your same coverage uh, and have a much better rate. So it's free to use, and they never sell your info, so no annoying spam or robocalls. And listeners and viewers of the show right now uh, who've switched uh, are saving on average $80 a month versus their previous policy. So check it out right now at Gabby.com slash Bubba. That's Gabby.com slash Bubba. That's G-A-B-I. It stands for Get a Better Insurance. Gabby.com slash Bubba or RickandBubba.com under the sponsors button. All right, uh, as we move on, did you see, uh, and and Moultrie actually uh, texted me this yesterday, did you see uh, this um, prospect? Uh, I think he's uh, with the Cardinals organization. He's a pitcher. Uh, he is recovering after being bitten by a black bear while bow hunting in Wisconsin. Dalton Roach uh, is a 25-year-old righty. I hope he didn't uh, bite right. his right arm. Uh, with a uh, from uh, with Be the bad. with the Springville uh, Cardinals, it says here. And uh, it was his first time he had seen a bear on his family-owned land that he had been hunting for years. He told the paper he was in a tree stand about 20 feet off the ground and grabbed his cell phone to actually document the encounter. Uh, he said that he first saw the bear. It was moseying around below him. When he got about 20 yards away, he took a turn and came right up the tree. He said he thought he was okay at the time and put his phone away. 
because he wanted to be hands-free. Uh, he said then he heard scratching and realized that the bear was climbing the tree and Ooh. headed right at him. Mm, that's not good. No. Uh, he said the next thing he knew, the bear was right behind him because he had, he had moved around behind the tree, and he said he could feel him breathing on his back. All right, Goodness. so picture that. Bear and, breath. What yes. about bear breath on your neck? Yeah. That ain't good. He mm. said, then I felt, uh, I, I felt, sign up wow. for that. he goes, then I feel a paw on my lap. And he, and he just kind of left his paw sitting there and he was like, oh no, what do I do? I mean, you know, do you freeze? Do you make a quick movement? Do what do you do? It? I know. Uh, he said, it, so, um, he said, he did, it. it's not like Stab he wanted to make a, he said, it's not like I wanted to make a big move and make him oh, yeah. squeeze him. Uh, he's thinking if I just sit here, is he just interested in me and now he's going to move on? He said, next thing he know, knew, he felt a, um, his gear on his back tighten up and he realized the bear was actually biting him. Oh my he gosh. decided he had to do something and try to free himself. So he had always heard bears are more scared of people than, uh, in any, uh, than anything around. So he told the paper, he made himself as big. He kind of got, got away from the bite and made himself as big as he could and started yelling. He said that it worked because the bear went back down the tree. Hmm. But, um, Whew. that's insane. Um, he said, I, he said, uh, and, and the bear bit him like on the kind of ha- about halfway down the back rabies. And he said, a um, mm. he said he had so much adrenaline pumping that Killed there wasn't, there wasn't a ton of pain going on. He said, I could tell there was, uh, was something happening cause I could feel blood dripping yeah. down into my pants, uh, right around the hip. Uh, and he said, so he went to the local hospital, ended up having to get, uh, 22 and in- injections of the rabies vaccine yeah, uh, gave him an antibiotic shot uh uh 22 injections a a tetanus shot i thought they had it down to less than that uh it says he also has got his first of what will be 22 injections of the rabies vaccine dang oh goodness my gracious alive and and he shows the biden it's a pretty big one once it's all over with and you've survived and it's just no more than this what a cool story to tell yeah, yeah you got to go. Bear. Yeah, mm. yeah. Taking now. the mound in front of a lot of people is all of a sudden not that big of a deal. Yeah, I got bitten <laughs> back by a bear. You remember we had that video of that bear that ran up that tree beside that guy that time, and the guy just sat there and it, it left. But if you're up the tree and you're bear hunting, all of a sudden you you know here he comes up at he's yeah. throwing bark off on his way up. Mm-hmm. Facing and Altuve, he's nothing. Yeah, nothing ain't nothing to that little man. But but think about it, you go, oh wow, there's a bear. And then, and then he said, "Kill him, my bear!" And then all of a sudden he comes charging at you, and boy, things change. Bite you right. What in the would back. you? What would you do? I mean, do you think he did the right thing? Just kind of freezing, going. I, right, I don't want to make. He any probably big... did. I would not have been able just to sit there. I could I, not have. Done I think that. I don't know because everybody's like, uh, "This is what I would have done." Uh, but you well, know, and I wouldn't. But have, I mean, everybody. <clears> I don't. I don't, I don't think I would have had success against a bear. And once uh, I heard the I'm, thing coming up, I that's when I might have made the noise like. Yeah, that's it. That's what I would have done. Probably hindsight. Yeah. Yeah. Stop it. I'm from not coming being out. still. I yeah. know that. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy. Six please. minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Bubba, 866. We be big is the number. A brand new hour has begun. We sure are thankful that you are here. Will of Meat uh, actually spun on the show yesterday, so. If you missed the Willow Meat yesterday, the old Willow Meat is up for another week, but we have much still to do today. As the Rick and Bubba Show rolls on, uh, we'll start with the national anthem. Oh, say can you see 
By the dawn's early light What so proudly we hailed At the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rockets red glare the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Uh, everybody ready? Let's strap it on. Let's move forward. You're unbelievable. We'll update you on the Buffalo Wild Wings Rick and Bubba Charity Charge today. Just completed one uh, a couple of weeks ago, and we'll give you those results today. Then we'll give you an opportunity for the next one that'll be coming up uh, on Monday uh, at Participating. Buffalo Wild Wings. Also, the Wednesday Bible Study re- uh, returns today. Uh, our topic today, that ought to be a dandy. Uh, it's uh, one that usually causes quite a bit of controversy. So, uh, looking forward to that today. Uh, and terrified at the same time. Uh, also, uh, coming up on the program, Banana Ball. We talk Banana Ball. Uh, and guess what? Uh, we'll interview Jesse Cole, the cities that will host Banana Ball. They got them. Uh, and you, the Rick and Bubba audience, played a role in the tour dates. Just so you know. Now, how many times have we said that about all of you? Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Adler here. They've already given you a kickoff hour along all the Rick and Bubba formats. And look right there. Uh, right, look right over there. So, look at it. Uh, the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama. Most of you probably know him best as Silver Tongue One. The man with the golden voice. Professional lunch eaters, man of the year. The inventor of pizza and a cup of Shakespeare's worst nightmare. And a master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill. Bubba. Bussy! Howdy, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere. Come on in. Time to get started. I just want to celebrate another day of living. Let's go with it. I just want to celebrate another day of life. I put my faith in the people, but the people let me down. So I turn the other way and I carry on. Anyhow, that's why I'm telling you I just want to celebrate. Yeah, yeah. Another day of living. 
Rare earth. You betcha. Rare earth. I wish they were called rare earth magnets. I, I do too. Yeah. I, I, I really do. <laughs> uh, so uh, we 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 will unpack the stories again today. I'm sure they're dandies. Uh, looking forward to uh, to talking to, to all of you and what's on your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll cover that. But this banana ball thing, uh, the Rick and Bubba audience, there they are again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, everywhere I look, I see something happen. I see a movement. I look over, and there they are. There they are. <laughs> There's the Rick and Bubba army right in the middle of it. Yeah, the folks who have been to this already, uh, when it was in Mobile, told us that it was quite quite the get-together. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking forward that t- today, whatever the announcement may be. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, we, we kind of know what it is, but uh, yeah. we, we can't let it out. You know us. We're real good at holding secrets. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know? We've done that so well. That and the ending of movies. Yeah, right. that's, 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 the one, that's the one we really do, do good right there. No. They sent something out on their social media yesterday, uh, so if you follow them, you know, but for a lot, you don't, so um, you'll hear about it today for sure. Uh, all right, so uh, we, we, as far as the state of things, um, did uh, – uh-oh. What's mm. up? I, I, I'm looking – because I didn't know – I was trying to remember whether we continued with the Major League Baseball playoffs last night. And, oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, I see it there. You out over him? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. You we're, you, hey, we're in a good spot. Yeah, okay. I just uh, – <laughs> Hey, you're welcome, Atlanta. That's what right, I'll say. Mm, okay. I just, uh, not, uh, not many people hey, say that after a, they lose. In a right. – uh, well, I mean, Speedy, you well, know this more than anybody. You go to L.A., Rick. Mm-hmm. The Braves have lost 10 out of the last 11 going into yesterday. Mm-hmm. They're not supposed to win that game. Yeah. Okay, now go grab one of the three. All right, need you to do that. Mm-hmm. But yesterday you weren't supposed to do that. You're going against Walker Bueller, mm-hmm. and Freeman Bueller. has had a struggle. You Bueller. got Freeman back on Bueller. track. Hey, you got Freeman back on track yesterday. Some good things happened. Like your chances. Now I'll say this. Here's another thing. We got to say congratulations to our buddy Kendall Graveman, who mm-hmm. picked up the win last night okay. against the Red Sox. Well, how about that? Yeah. How about that? How about that? Mm-hmm. Got, got two innings in, went in the seventh. They were down two to one. And uh, they end up – Altuve hits a home run, ties things up in the eighth, and then they went on an onslaught in the ninth and mm-hmm. scored seven. Seven, yeah. One nine, nine to two. two. Graveman gets the win. Congratulations to you, sir. All you right. know, uh, that, that's a great story, too, after he missed, what, a year? Or was mm-hmm. it two yeah. years with yeah. his arm? Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, went to back. several teams. Yeah. And so you're talking about just somebody and gets traded grinding mid-season. it out and yep. just continuing <clears throat> to work hard and, and finally gets his opportunity and, and doing something with it. All right, so uh, so because I remember you saying, and I know a lot of the Braves fans, y'all had some deal in the kickoff hour where that you, some kind of sweatshirt you had on a hoodie. Yeah, or something. It's, it's hoodie, a, hoodie, hoodie. Talking about the controversial hoodie. Hoodie had some yeah. special moments yesterday. And, now let me <clears throat> let me ask you this: now, When did you break out the special hoodie? Was it? I broke it out yesterday mm-hmm. after the Braves were up two and zero. Correct. Yeah. yeah, you had to because Bubba, you you've lost ten games right. in L.A. Yeah. You got to do something, and I remember you saying, and I want to clarify, yeah. see if I got this right. Yeah. Your hoodie was not to win a particular game; it was to win one. You got to take one of three. You just wanted that hoodie to give you one win. Because here's the thing: before the, the had won two, before Rick, the hoodie before came out. Bubba, you, you're clueless in this when you're talking. Listen, ten games I'm you've in lost. A lot of things. You've lost ten games in L.A. It looks as if you need help. Okay. So I brought the hoodie out. Now, Rick, I brought the hoodie out. You know why? Because I don't think you can win one of the games. I think the hoodie wins the game for you. Okay, you're saying I think you go zero and three without the hoodie. You told me if they win one of the three games, it's hoodie success. Absolutely. Now, look, and, and I, I also said this. Hey, Freeman, you're zero for your last eight. Struck out seven times. The hoodie was mainly for you. 
and he got three hits last night. <laughs> hey, 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 Rick, Rick, this is, you're welcome, Atlanta. That's right. There you, you say, that, see, this is, this like is me, good. This is brilliant. If you're like me, I always say, no, look, I don't want to parade here. <clears throat> Rick, yeah. but, Lux, but only, <laughs> hey, the center fielder for the Dodgers last night dropped a fly ball. Fly ball. Thank you, Hoodie. Hey, you're welcome, Atlanta. Yeah, that's right. Oh, boy. The, hey, the, 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 the umpire hoodie? missed a major call with Jock Peterson up last mm-hmm, night. Mm-hmm. He rips it down the line. After that, mm-hmm. you're welcome, Atlanta. That's right. Hoodie written all over it. Here's anybody, the other thing. Hear the hoodie? Hey, Walt, um, <clears throat> the bra- Charlie Morton last night. Yeah. He gives up two runs, walks four in that inning, walks four, yeah. and gets out of it. Look at that hoodie. Hoodie. Look Showing at, out. Look at that hoodie go. Hey, y'all better stop. Y'all better not dog the hoodie. <laughs> oh, this is so good. Just don't come off this, please. I love it. Uh-huh. The jury is out on the hoodie. We'll see. Hey, what, better, what was the final? 6-5. Oh, they lost. Yeah. Oh, it's not about you got to take these yeah. little wins, man. But you'd have taken the win last night. Uh, yeah, I would have. I wouldn't have expected it, but I would have taken it. <laughs> be careful before you upset with the hoodie. That's right. 15 <laughs> minutes past. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. 21 minutes past the hour. So as we make our way back, uh, we'll look at your uh, stories of the day. A lot of stuff happening in uh, the world of the, the pandemic. All this continues about... You know, I, we require you to be vaccinated. We don't, uh, you know, and uh, we've got a couple of these. We'll start with Southwest Airlines. Yeah, Rick, you know, Southwest <clears> was in the news. They had quite a backlog a couple of weekends ago <clears> and <throat> yep. a lot of controversy. Still don't know exactly what was behind that. We were told weather, but uh, all the other airlines seemed to work through it. And then we were told this, told that. Uh, I, I'm not sure if it was a uh, an on-purpose strike or a – we're getting vaccinated. We get two days off, and we all took it at the same time. I don't know what the deal was. But yeah, anyway, yeah, sure. Southwest had threatened to fire unvaccinated workers by a certain date um, or put them on some type of paid leave or unpaid leave. There was a lot of controversy about it. Anyway, Southwest is now dropping plans to put unvaccinated workers that are still waiting to be approved for medical or religious exemption on unpaid leave starting in December. Instead, employees who accommodations weren't reviewed or approved by December the 8th will have to keep working. The employees will continue to work while following all COVID mask and distancing guidelines for their position until the accommodation has been processed, according to an internal note sent to employees and attained by Fox Business. So the headline says they scrapped this plan to do unpaid leave. Does that mean we just are keep going like we're going and y'all just keep wearing the mask and do whatever and we're, we're going to – are we tabling the vaccine thing and coming back well, to it later? Well, it sounds like that they are saying uh, that they're going to give more time to work on people who have asked for an accommodation. Now, that is, the, yeah. that is the code word or the dog whistle uh, for – we're going to ask for religious or medical exemption. Believe it or not, there are people that need medical exemptions to the vaccine. And uh, yeah. the military has been one that has just run roughshod over this. But they are people with blood issues yeah. that deal with clotting. Yeah. Uh, 
that the vaccine can kill them because of the clotting effect. And um, that that is being more realized now. And uh, th- those and, and there are not a lot of those people, but they, they need to be addressed and handled in a little bit different way. Of course, you have the religious mandate uh, deal. Uh, some companies are, are working through that, and I think fairly so. Some are not. And, um, you know, it's going to end up in just a boatload of lawsuits on the back end of this. Um, it is. So it, just stand by for that. Yeah, it's very good, buddy. It is. It is one of the biggest <laughs> shoot ready aims and poorly thought out things. It, and it's all reactive. Yeah. It's just like, a, it's just, and, and it's, and it, you know what it is? It's, it's reacting in a fake way to something that happened in the fake world. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, the, it, the way this, the reality uh, of, of, of these things and the way we're acting, it's as if you, you feel like you're watching somebody give a speech that hasn't been told the right information. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm looking over here and I'm seeing the real world and I look I look on TV and I look in at all these podiums with people with microphones and I'm and all these headlines and I'm like it's almost like there's a a fake world that's operating parallel to the real world. It's really strange. It's very very weird to watch. Now, now Southwest clarified and they said they still intend to grant valid requests for medical or religious exemptions. However, in the case that a request is not granted, Southwest will tell the employee they have adequate time to become fully vaccinated while continuing to work and adhering to safety protocols. So if uh, they're not going to just blanket throw you away if they can't get their paperwork done is what it sounds like. So they, they say they're going to work through it. If your exemption request is denied, they're going to give you time to be vaccinated before they force you to be fired. One of New Jersey's largest healthcare systems, they have now fired more than a hundred employees. Hundred and eighteen, Rick. Yep. As a matter of fact, hundred and eighteen who said they will not be forced to take the vaccine for all sorts of reasons. Uh, but this healthcare provider, not and look, I'm sure if they handle your healthcare, a hundred and eighteen people being fired, I'm sure won't affect your service at all. No, no. Yeah. You know, Rick. Again, these are the very people we were having parades for uh, a year ago. Yep. The heroes, yep. uh, they were being called. So yep. here we go, hero to zero yep. in one year. And, and then they'll turn around. and By the and, same people who pitched a parade for you for being a hero. And yeah. I'll, I'll add another little caveat to the, this, or this, this, this category of people. The same people that they've gotten on TV and screamed and yelled that we're overrun and, and we can't keep up with the demand of sick people. Don't remember that. Don't, right. don't forget that. Right. Right. Uh, while, it, while telling us yeah. that there's a shortage right. of beds right. in healthcare. Yeah. So they've made that situation because you can have all the beds in the world, but if you don't have people to actually run them, yeah. then, then you're, you're, you're kind of creating that same problem again. When the, when the actual pandemic isn't creating that problem now, Rick, that's now that we finally caught up, you're going to create the problem again mm-hmm. by run, by running people off over a mandate that's unnecessary. Rick, it's like being anemic, and the the way they're going to deal with it is take blood out of it. I, I can't. That's exactly <laughs> right. I mean, seriously, this exactly that really right. hits home. If 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 logical <clears throat> people exist after this, the history that's going to be written on this, we are going to look like the biggest bunch of morons ever. No, well, Bubba, just we're, we, we're, you, you remember when they used to drain blood when you thought there was a fever? That's where a barber pole first came from. Sure. By the way, it was a medical thing. Yeah. Uh, we're going to look that stupid in the future. They're going to look at us and go, what a bunch of morons. They could go to the moon and they couldn't figure this out. 
Yeah, uh, and again, what is a little bit shocking, and we we never have verified whether the word moronic is a word or not. You know, we when we say somebody they're they're, they're, they're so it's, moronic, it's moronic, and we and we made that word up. I don't think it's a real word. It's something that more that morons would do. Yeah, I I don't the activity thereof. You and I are shocked that Australia is being so moronic. When yeah, it, when it, and yeah, it, that, it, they just I thought they had a little more edge to them. They've lost their edge. I mean, where's Crocodile Dundee? But anyway, well, um, Rick, know, let, let's just look at this. Let's look at the DNA here, okay? We both are the the cubs of the line empire of, the, mm-hmm. of Britain, okay? One was a penal colony. One was where the great explorers went and those looking for religious freedom. So you know, eh, think about it. Yeah, you're right. So, but now we've got uh, this tennis player who is supposed to play Novak Djokovic. Yeah, and and this is is, is some sort of tennis tournament Australian there. Australian Open in January. All right, the yeah. Australian Open. Yeah, it's, it's one of, of the four majors. It's one of the big four, Rick. And the reason Novak Djokovic will become, with his next Grand Slam victory, the greatest male tennis player of all time. Okay, so he, he is the current biggest star, right? Yes. And he, he keeps saying he's not going to be forced to be vaccinated by Australia. And now he's gone into this weird place. He won't tell people his vaccine status. And and Australia says, if you're unvaccinated, we will likely not give you a visa to come here. Correct. So he's going into the mode, I'm not going to tell you. When I, unless they've changed the tournament. <laughs> you forget about the country. The right. tournament said, if you're not vaccinated, you're not coming to play. So I... Well, let me ask you this. Though. Now that he's going the route of saying I'm not, I'm not releasing it, tells me he hadn't actually got it. So he's going into the I won't tell you my stuff. Yeah, that's his new, that's his new move. Rick, let's let's come back yeah. and dive into this just a little bit more because there's some oddities here that I, I'm I'm having trouble following. Yeah. So this is the famous. I'm gonna. I'm I'm taking. Uh, I'm downing the ball. And I will not. I will not give it to anybody. And I won't tell you my status. Yeah, that's it. Uh, so that's the strategy of some kind. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes, Pat. Just, just hey, you, you need to put that on your list today. <laughs> And then when it's when it's over, just just send me a text, Mama. That's what you're gonna send me. All right, bottom of the hour, 35 minutes past the hour. You got the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. All right, so uh, let's let's unpack. We're, we're trying to. There's so much to unpack today. Rick, look, I just want to be clear. If uh, if Novak Djokovic cannot get into the Australian Open due to his vaccination status. We will accept him at the Rick and Bubba Super Summer Slam. Oh, that's right. That's uh, that, that is Djokovic. open. I think I can get that approved. That's that next he weekend. will not have to be vaccinated. Tell him to come to Pelham next weekend. He's in, in the open division. All right. So it starts on Thursday, right? Yep, yep. All right. So, um, tell, yep. Me, so tell me what's going on here. Because first of all, I, I'm going to just not do this. What I'm going to do now, I don't, you know, nobody has to respond. Nobody has to email. Nobody even has to call. I just have to say it for my therapeutic Hell, for me to survive all this. Can anybody scientifically prove to me that this tennis tournament, that people are in danger if there's unvaccinated people playing playing in this in the current state of the pandemic and the fact that uh, could, can we ask if they've already had it? I, I believe the, the question that we must ask everybody who says, I'm not going to take the vaccine, have you already had COVID? And if the answer is yes, then they are not an issue. Or – this is the true, most truthful thing I can say. 
they're not any more of an issue than someone who's vaccinated. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, so, so that, that should have been day one. That, day one should have been if you have had it, get your antibodies checked. If you've got them, check back again in ninety days, and we'll get back with y'all. Y'all just keep an eye on it. We're going. We're going to worry about the unvaccinated people. Right. If we'd have done that, yeah, and hadn't mandated and made it voluntary, and and had a little sense in the way we marketed this, uh, I think we would be sitting pretty at about ninety percent. Uh, uh, with people with antibodies right now. So let's go with the um, let's go with the tennis people and the country of Australia. Okay, I'm no, I'm Novak, and I say will not reveal. I will not reveal my status. What happens now? Novak. Okay. So Djokovic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Adler with a good one. We need to start calling Novak. Novak. Djokovic. Well done, Adler. Uh, that's, that's good. good. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's good. I hope you had a good ride. Sasha. Yep. So. And Rick, if here here's the thing, I, he just he just finished at the U.S. Open in uh, when was that in uh, September? No. Two months ago. Yeah. And and so did he not have to be? I thought no. you had to be vaccinated. No, he there. did not. That'd be no. No. Well, he, see, here's the thing about tennis. Though. He wore he three pl- masks. He plays singles, Rick. <laughs> Rick, he plays singles. He's out there. He's not within sixty foot of anybody. He could, could he play nobody if he tried. Yeah, but every time he hears, I think he's, ah! I think he's playing doubles too. But that, that's to well, your where's the science on this? Yeah, where's the science on this, Greg? The guy out there playing tennis ain't gonna give, you, give anybody COVID. And here, somebody in the stands. Here, here's here's the thing. <laughs> According to college football, he's not gonna no, give it to anybody. Or Major League Baseball. Or Major League Baseball. I feel like in his case, he probably he probably thinks because he is the number one player in the world, he's about to be the number one player in all of history. That the Australian Open needs him worse than he needs them. Yeah. Well, and left and so you're saying this is we're, we're doing a face off right now. I think he's gonna he's gonna hold Blink out. Contest. He's gonna oh, hold out to get a uh, get a pass on this. If I'm just guessing. We're now the tennis people are at, when you get at his level, they are extreme on their health. I mean, they just they're like Tom Brady type ritual every day, and I just doubt that some of them are wanting to take a chance on that vaccine. I mean, the guy's making like probably seventy, eighty million. Are you a saying? Year, so. uh, uh, and I remember this period of your life, a life when you immersed yourself in the tennis culture. Uh, right. He was pretty well, healthy. Yeah. And say that yeah. again about the tennis culture and the health. Well, at this <laughs> level, I'm saying at this oh, level, right, right, their yeah. their regiment of how they keep up with their health right, right. is is unbelievable. Was it not that way at the level you were at? At the level I was, no. We at would the go, level, we would go like? eat pizza, and okay. some people drink beer after a match. Right. You know, okay. So, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, that that was back. not near at that mm-hmm. level. Yeah. At Tall one boy. at one point, mm-hmm. Djokovic was struggling Fumble. because he did not have enough body fat. And matter of fact, he was. I know one of the doctors here in town consulted him. As a matter of fact, and sure did. Told him to eat some more fat because he was too skinny. Did you reach out and say (laughs) if you want to do a transfer, I got it? Well, (laughs) I told I told the doc. I said, uh, you know, if he needs help, we can help here. Buffing up a little bit. Yeah, I got him. The face has got him. Ice cream. Mm -hmm. You know, a few hamburger places around here, and we got it. Tell him him and his coach come spend two weeks with me. I'll change his outfit. Let me put this in in a perspective that most – he is the Tom Brady of this world when he, as far as taking care of his body, what he eats, how he works out. I mean, it is is extreme. So can you – we're back to this again. And it's worked. On the health thing, we're getting to a point – the big question that everyone seems to be asking all over the world, not just in this country, 
And, of course, you know, if you don't have a constitutional republic, you may not have as much solid ground to stand right. on. And apparently right. here you don't have any either, but, <laughs> but you're supposed to. Yeah. And that is somebody saying, you realize that you're saying to – by the way, I, thought, I saw you take a mini nap. He, he, he's great. How about how about you're saying you're saying to us for a minute? I thought it was a slight stroke, and I was, almost made I a move. They went to blink my eyes, and they wouldn't open. My eyes. <laughs> I almost went that way. You know, like going if he hey, if those eyes stay closed another ten seconds. I'm moving you, that way. I was just normally blinking. Yeah. I said they just locked down. <laughs> you remember when I was a long blinker? Y'all claimed I'd blink for you three seconds. Taking, taking me <laughs> but but anyway. Oh, what we're saying to people is that we are against your will forcing you to take a pharmaceutical. We're forcing you to. Mm-hmm. You have no choice. And it's not about saying, well, you, we do it sometimes we do kids and go to school. <laughs> yeah, but that's not what this is. We've got people telling you to take a pharmaceutical, and you're like, well, I'm, not, I'm just trying to live my life. I'm not, I'm not entering into anything. I'm, I mean, I, this is supposed to be for my job. I mean, I'm trying to play tennis. Well, Rick, you know, don't mind. <laughs> right. Here's the thing, too. I, I mean, I understand from a public health, we've got a pandemic. We got to we got to put the control rods in to stop this thing. But natural antibodies are one of the control rods. I don't know why that has just been swept under the rug. Because well, what it does, because they're screaming, follow the science. They're not following the science. Djokovic, they they need to be transparent. They're not being transparent, and it only builds on the distrust and the discord and the pushback on this whole thing where they didn't have to do that. They're they not did even, not have to do that. Bubba, they're not even following vaccine science. No. We never no. asked people who needed uh, that already had measles or chicken pox to go out there and take the, the chicken pox uh, measles Rick, vaccine. Rick, the CDC website you know what recommends we said? You know, against it. You know what we said? You already had it. You already have the antibodies. Right. You don't, we, do we make those people take a vaccine? Well, then why are we doing this on this? Yeah. Right. Right. They're just trying. I mean, if you were, if you were able, if, if you were able to survive smallpox, they didn't say. By the way, let's give you the smallpox vaccine, Rick. Instead yeah. of walking you the trail and yeah. walking through this thing using good science, they've tried to do a shotgun approach. We're just going to shoot everybody with a twelve gauge and hope everybody falls over. I mean, that's the bottom line. Well, that's been stupid, and they didn't have to do that. And they did. And it's not science. It yeah. is not science. It, it is not science. And it's okay to say we panicked and we didn't really need to do that. We no, know more now. Can, can no one say they're wrong anymore? Hey, I'm sorry about that. I was wrong about that. No, Rick, this goes back to the whole, and, and I hate to, <clears throat> to keep harping on this. Go ahead. Back, harp, harp on. When Elon Musk was designing his ships, oh, and he oh, talked it about. Always comes back it to always comes no, back to Look, it, it's all about how you approach problems. It is. And we got locked in to an answer. And by gosh, we're going with that or, or die. Right. And the evidence has evolved and shows it's not correct. What's wrong with it's adjusting? It's not correct. That's the thing. We can't adjust. What's wrong with adjusting we, we to what have, we now know? Rick, we have now locked in, and our reputation is on it. Mm-hmm. Our politics is on it. We are all in or die on what we said we should do two years ago. Yeah. Instead of looking at the evidence. To begin with, we didn't want to talk about natural antibodies. Every study that comes out, the evidence is more and more clear that that works and probably is better than the immunity that you generate, well, your own immune system, from the vaccine. Yeah, and I, I, I had to tell somebody that the other day. They said, so you mean the vaccine doesn't fight? I said, no, the vaccine causes your body to create antibodies. That's what protects you. Whether you get it naturally or from the vaccine, the end goal is antibodies. 
And, and there's even a suggestion that the one that your body does on its own got has a much oh, yeah. broader protection. Well, every study that w- the closer they look at it, it's it's better. And look, now I wouldn't go the I, Dennis I'm, Prager route. Yeah, you know I, I, mean? I don't know. I don't think yeah, you I'm should go to this. a COVID party and start kissing people that's got it. Okay. Right. Well, and, but but look, anecdotal, anecdotal as it is, we know for a fact I had it in, I in, in December of last year. Last week I had seven hundred and four level antibodies. All you have to do to be antibody positive is have more than point eight. We'll round it to one percent. I mean, come on. And a dodo. Why don't we just science is not easy. You have to look at the details. What's wrong with saying what's wrong with you said saying we have more information now than we had two years ago? And we made some adjustments based on what and now how the pandemic and actually acted when we didn't know much about it. To the begin scientific with. process demands you adjust as more facts become available. We locked in early, and by gosh, it is facts or die. Yeah, that's all we got. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. This is Jack Nicholson. Guess what? You're listening to the two sexiest fat men in radio, Rick and Bubba. I myself call them Richard and Bubsy, but that's another story. It's nine minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba show, uh, we are back. And thank you for being with us. We talk Banana Ball later in the program. The creator of... The bizarro world of Banana Ball will be with us. They now announce the next cities that will host a Banana Ball game. And he said the response of the Rick and Bubba Army influenced the tour dates. So we'll tell you about that coming up later in the program. Is Speedy still playing in the game? He is. He, he absolutely Speedy is. Speedy playing Nanner Ball. Yeah. <laughs> Speedy playing Nanner Ball. <laughs> um, all right, you- so... So, Rick, just just to finish up that, no, as, as we were, what are we, we finishing up? We, we, uh, this this argument on, on COVID. Okay? <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! Okay. You're talking about Djokovic. Sh- the the end goal should be protection against the virus, right. and that is the antibodies. Right. We should have an antibody card, not a vaccine card. Yep. We, we we need to know the end process, not some step in between. And sad, it's probably the almighty dollar causing this problem because there's no money in natural antibodies. All right, let me ask you this because I don't, and I don't know the answer to this. So, but let's pretend Novak has never had COVID. Right. He has, has then he has zero antibodies. Right. So where you fall then? Should he well, be required if that, he's going to the That's te- a whole, that's a whole different argument then. And I don't know the answer to that. I don't think he's had it, but I don't know that for sure. I, 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 I think, well, the, I think the, you the, have to look at where your country is. You know, if you're if you have raging cases everywhere and hospitals overrun, that's one thing. If it's tailing off, that's something yeah. else. So, again, it, it's I, I don't think we can just like we're trying to have vaccine coverall. I don't think you can have a one size fits all answer to this because that's not scientific. Yeah, well, and also I've seen Sherry went through this when she went to Africa. Africa uh, is the there the vaccine is not the only way that if you're concerned about the the safety of others or even the safety of the person is all Sherry did. She has never had COVID that we know of, so she doesn't show antibodies. There's a, you know 
I know the T cell things. That's a whole other discussion. Right. Another way, even though they, they we've certainly seen T cells in people that, and we're seeing that early on. I was told that by our doctor. Gosh, back when everybody was still saying ninety days, he was saying that's wrong. Uh, but anyway, so they had the information showing that that was wrong, and they stuck with that longer than they should have. Right. Uh, but anyway, and all she did was uh, produce a a test before she got on the plane that says uh, I don't have it, and then she produced a test that says she didn't have it coming back out, and that was it. Mm-hmm. So why do you have to? Why do you have to force anybody to get a vaccine? Yeah, I mean, even if you want to monitor it, is- there's there's other ways to monitor it. Yeah. Uh, so it, 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 I'm it's telling like a you, rocket launch, Rick. Should our goal be that we had a successful launch, or that the gas tank was full? That's kind of how we're looking at this. Oh, your gas tank's full. You're good to go. That's no. If we left the tower, we had a successful launch. Then we had a successful launch. That's just part of the way to get there. I'm I, this. You don't have. To, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I'm also not one of these people that wants to live my life naive. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a conspiracy theorist to know this thing, factual thing about world governments. No matter where you live, they love power. They always love power. Yeah. And and if they can get people, anytime they get in a situation where people are feared, uh, they're afraid, they grab power. Yeah. The vaccine really at this point has left the world of medical and science. It's now a political tool, and it's now become – a, a, a game that we're playing about who's in charge. Freedom versus a tyrannical government. That's where we are now. Now, that's not a political statement I'm making, and I'm not anti the vax. I'm not an anti vaxxer. I, no. I know if you didn't get this particular vax, you're, you're considered an anti vaxxer. We need to also educate people on the definition of an anti vaxxer, by the way. That would be people that don't take any vaccines of any kind. Right. Uh, okay, right. that doesn't mean people who said, yeah, I've taken uh, most all of them, but I'm not going to take this one. That's not an anti-vaxxer. That's a person that doesn't it doesn't feel comfortable with where we are with this particular vaccine. That's not. It's a completely different thing. But this thing, because there really is no current science to support some of these things, this is now, like Bubba said, you have people that, that are prideful, arrogant, Mm-hmm. And and power hungry that want to be kings and queens, <clears throat> and nobody's going to tell them that this thing of running around trying to vaccinate everybody is no longer necessary. Right, especially when we have the the many people with the natural antibodies, and we have testing that is also available that has become quite accurate. Let, so, let me give so, you an example. And we sure. also have treatments that that have that that help too. So these people that are still clinging to this kind of I am king and all will be vaccinated, all will go to homes, and I will shut down economies. None of that's based on science anymore. Hmm. All that's based on tyrannical uh, Let's, let's look back and point, point being, we know more now than we used to, so yeah. we have to evolve yeah. okay, with our response. I thought that's what do we're we, supposed to do, do we is think learn. Right now, do we think right now locking down is the way to handle COVID? No. It was a total. It, it was no. totally wrong. But, wh- but why did, says no. But why did we do it at the time? We didn't know. I, I give us a okay. We we have to handle it that way because we didn't know. We didn't know if we were dealing with a bluebonic plague or, or or what. If if we had twenty five, thirty, forty percent death of everybody that got this, absolutely lockdown. You have to. Sure. This is one percent or less, mm-hmm. depending on what group you're in. It, it, it was not necessary, but we didn't know. We didn't have that data, but we know now. But we so know guess now. what? We're not locking everybody down. But we down. know now. Yeah. When the Delta kicked up again, we didn't lock everybody down. We didn't shut down. We knew we could work through it. We knew the numbers. And we are. We evolved our response to it. 
That's what we got to keep doing. Don't get locked into this is the only way to fix it because that's a mistake. I mean, the the whole world, a lot of the governments have turned into to my dad who just simply says, I want to watch Channel 4. Right. And you're like, but Dad, that, that, that's over. <laughs> there's o- other channels. That's, that's over. That, that's over. Yeah. There, there's, that we've learned that there's there's other ways to now get content. And somebody said, nope, I want, I'm, I want to listen to cassette tape, and that's what I'm going to listen to. Yeah, but, you know, we've evolved past that now. Nope. No, we yep. haven't. No, we haven't. And uh, and so it's um, – it's 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 just and, – and, and that's where I'm talking about what I said a minute ago, and now that has walked me into this thing I keep saying is we're living in a fake world, but underneath this fake world is the real world, and it's almost like you go, come back over here, you've walked off into that world, get back over the railroad tracks, back over here, okay? over The real world is still here. You're, it's just being hidden by this fake world. And and some of you are just living in a a world that is not real, it's it's not real. Mm-hmm. And and I, I I'm with you. The most common sense thing we've said today is I don't understand why we just simply haven't said we started out with a with a, a novel virus that of course got out of uh, of us doing gain of function research in China. It's out there. We don't know that much about it. We'll learn as we go. Okay. Well, we've learned as we go. So uh, make the adjustments on, on, on the things we've learned. Why, why is that so hard? I don't even – that sounds so straightforward to me and so easy to understand and even to go, okay, so we did some things before we didn't need to do. We did, but we didn't know. Okay. Well, well then don't do them anymore. No, we're not going to do them anymore. Okay. But, but, and, but and what again, I don't understand is to learn that we shouldn't do them and keep doing them. Mm-hmm. That's really, what I don't get. The greatest scientific experiment of this whole thing has been college football, pro football starting back in the fall, the experts were telling us this was going to be a disaster, and the rates have got better. So, I mean, there's, we need to learn from that. Learn from that. Top of the hour, Charity Charge Talk coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Jewel, and like every other red-blooded American girl, I love the Rick and Bubba Show. Six minutes past the hour, uh, coming to you from Sweet Home, Alabama, to the world, uh, from the broadcast plaza and teleport. It is the Rick and Bubba Show. Uh, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all makeup team Rick and Bubba. And then uh, the other half of the namesake, welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here, honored and privileged, and... Uh, Rick, I love the charity charge segment. I, I know you do, buddy, and I know today just uh, a little bit of disappointment. Uh, but not, what do you mean? Uh, well, but there's no food here. What? There's no food. Here. No, there's no food. I, I just wanted to make you aware of that. Did you make Tim mad? No, no I, I didn't upset Tim. I think Speedy did, <laughs> but uh, he, he kept asking for the same service to his house. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it, it is. Uh, well, let's face it. I could use to miss a meal. Uh, well, Bubba, let me tell you something. If there's any concern about whether you're going to make it or not, we all feel very good about your chances. <laughs> uh, unvaccinated or not. Uh, right, so right. Um, let's uh, let's talk Charity Charge. Uh, of course, the participating Buffalo Wild Wings locations, uh, uh, we do one Monday a month. And on that Monday, uh, 10% of all the food sales goes to the chosen uh, charity of the month. And uh, these are uh, locations in Alabaster, Birmingham, Gardendale, 
Tuscaloosa, Hoover, downtown Birmingham, Trustful in Pell City, and Tim Spencer is the man. Tim, welcome back hey, to Rick and Bubba. Morning, fellas. Thanks for having me again. Well, we're we're glad to have you on. And and uh, first of all, give us kind of an update on uh, on life of Buffalo Wild Wings. How how, how are we doing? Uh, you know, there's something Greg and I are always wanting an update on. So tell us what's going on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the eight current stores are doing very well. Um, you know, we're we're starting to see some staffing come back, so we're starting to be able to open um, a few more areas of our dining room. Um, football season's done well. Uh, the Braves in the playoff doesn't hurt a thing in this area of the country. And, uh, we've got a couple under construction and I think, uh, I think we're looking, like I said, sometime during bowl season, we're going to see one in the, the good city of Oxford, Alabama. Well, we've been uh, waiting to. O-X. Yeah. F-O-R-D. Hey, All right. So Tim, uh, let's, um, uh, we had a really good charity charge. Um, I was um, honored to be introduced to the the wonderful people that have created Beckett's Blessing Box, and um, this is you know this is one of those charities and one of those uh, services and ministries that we all wish didn't have to exist, uh, but they do. Uh, and it's a grief resource uh, box for parents who have had a child uh, that um, that passed away, uh, and uh, they started the box in honor of their own son Beckett. Uh, who uh, is uh, in, in in heaven waiting on his parents to to be there and and uh, I know that uh, you you'll tell us a little bit Tim that uh, you and your family have a personal connection uh, as do uh, do I and uh, as a matter of fact uh, each box has a copy of my wife Sherry's book in it to to help the the grieving family uh, Bronner a journey to understand you can find out more about them by going to Beckett's Blessing box.com we got that in show notes today so tim tell us a, a little bit uh, i know it, it, and, and you you're the one who said you wanted to talk about this we're not forcing you to talk about this uh on why this uh, particular charity uh hit, hit so close to home you know we we've we've gone through two and a half years of this and every charity is so deserving of what we do um but when speedy i i didn't know about this charity until speedy sent me something um you know, my wife and I have been through, um, a, we have two angels in heaven ourselves. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was a preterm, um, deal and I, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Yeah. Um, and so we, my wife and I to grieve did this type of thing ourselves right. and created a, a box with, you know, memories and, you know, just just things from the hospital and and things like that. So when when I saw this this charity come across the, um, you know, Speedy sent it to me, man, it just this one hit home and we really wanted to do something. Um, First, we had a great turnout at the stores, you know, that Monday and, you know, I, I personally, you know, I ask um, you, the people in the company, if we could, if we could do something on top of this, just because of the personal connection to this, because it is so important, you know, you know as well as I do, Rick, yeah. um, the grieving process of this is is not easy. No, it's not. So um, why don't you, Taylor Morton is with us, Taylor with uh, Beckett's uh, Blessing Box. Taylor, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you, buddy? 
Good, man. Thank you guys for having me this morning. Thank you. Well, thanks to you and your wife uh, for, you know, when, when you go through something like this, and, and Tim can tell you that, I certainly can tell you that, and you and your wife know this, you know, you, you certainly grieve, but you, you want to, 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 you know, get on your face before God and say, what, what can we do through our pain and suffering and difficulty? How can this be used to, A, advance, you know, your kingdom, or maybe how we can be used to help other people and I know you guys can agree that the, the, the many times that um, what we've been through, someone says it helped them, that's kind of like salve on that wound. I mean, it, it helps heal. And uh, so um, so tell us a little bit about um, what Beckett's Blessing Box, I think we told them in general what it does, but tell us uh, specifically what you guys try to provide. Right. Um, and, guys, first off, Tim and Rick and Bubba, thank you guys so much for, you know, this charity charge and everything because you guys really helped us um, not only with uh, being able to pay for the boxes, but man, the day you guys announced it, we had 25 boxes requested just like that. Mm. Just uh, it shows the Rick and Bubba army and the Rick and Bubba reach. And um, my wife and I, we lost our son on the 21st of March and we were supposed to go in and be induced on the 22nd. Mm. So it was within hours and the doctor seems to think that it happened on the way to the hospital. Mm. Uh, But in the hospital and when we got home, people just started sending us resources. Kind of like Tim said, we, you know, kind of just started collecting these resources. And um, we said, Ben, wouldn't it be cool if we could um, some way honor our son, keep, you know, keep the legacy alive, but more importantly, point people to Jesus and let them hear the gospel uh, and then help them uh, kind of walk through this tragedy that they're going through. And so uh, we started creating this idea and we said, why don't we call it Beckett's Blessing Box? And over the you know, few weeks after everything happened, we got books. And then one thing my wife got that she uh, she said that was really important. Yes, we want to send resources. We send, you know, lots of books and including uh, Browner's book. But one of the things she got was just a, a blanket, just something that she could wrap herself in and mm-hmm and cry throughout the process. And, you know, we just wanted to be able to provide those tangible resources uh, to grieving moms and dads in the worst of their moments and and when the worst days of their life. And uh, like you said, Rick, you know, I I watched, uh, I've seen how you guys have handled uh, tragedy. And um, one, one thing a couple of weeks after everything happened, uh, Sean Alexander came by and uh, he, he, they lost their baby at about 70 days to SIDS and, he said, one thing we do not do well here in America is we do not celebrate well and we do not grieve well. And he said, my prayer is that you guys would grieve well. And through those prayers and through some mentorship, you know, you know, we just kind of said, hey, we want to make sure that we turn this tragedy, turn this pain into a purposeful thing that would glorify God, point people to Jesus and help others through the grieving process. Well, Tim, go ahead and tell them the good news, uh, because um, I, I know the resources that they need. I, I know that these things cost money for them to provide these boxes. And, boy, what you're about to say uh, should should be a big help. Well, the stores, like I said, there was a good turnout, and, and 10% of the sales turned out to be about 3400 and some change. We always round up. So we, the, the the donation would have been 3500 but we just knocked it up to an even five grand and wow. sent it in. And, man, I, <laughs> I do hope that helps it just a ton. Man, thank you guys so much. It, it helps tremendously. And, uh, you know, the boxes, we want to make sure the boxes are excellent. And, uh, you know, with that kind of money, we can make sure they're excellent and make sure these moms and dads get uh, a great resource when uh, when it shows up on their doorstep. 
Taylor, thank you for what you and, and your wife do. Again, it's Beckett'sBlessingBox.com. We wish that there weren't so many people that need these, but they do. Uh, but I'm also thankful that you guys have sacrificed. And now, Tim, you guys have, have worked to, to fund it. Uh, so this resource is available. So thank you very much, uh, Taylor and Tim. Thank you very much for, for what you guys yeah. continue Thanks to do. Thanks, you guys. And then coming up on uh, on Monday, uh, and Greg, this is one that you brought to our attention. On Monday, October the 25th, uh, Venesis Foundation will benefit from the charity charge. And kind of similar, uh, you know, yeah. th- this is a resource, but this one is for people who have loved ones that are going through uh, treatment for cancer. Yeah, they provide bags that have, like, blankets, chapstick, stuff you need because you go over these treatments and you're there all day. And these and Venisa Butler, who started this, you know, she went through it so many times, and she said, look, we put these bags together. This will help people. And they provide them at no cost. To hospitals and doctors' offices and for people that are going through cancer treatment. Yeah, so Venesis, uh, foundation.org, and she spells, uh, we spell her name V E N E C I A S Foundation, but that's, uh, we'll put that in show notes too. So, so anyway, Beckett's Blessing Box, $5,000. Thanks to all of you going out and just simply eating uh, great food. And uh, thanks to Tim with the participating Buffalo Wild Wings. And uh, thanks to uh, Taylor Morton for being with us today as well. And go ahead and get uh, get down for a chance for you to go out and enjoy uh, a charity charge again uh, coming up on Monday uh, for Venesis Foundation. That's Alabaster, Birmingham, Gardendale, Tuscaloosa, Hoover, downtown Birmingham, Trustful, and Pell City. Uh, if you need the information on Beckett's Blessing Box, uh, that's all there in show notes today at rickandbubba.com. We'll be right back. Thank you. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. 22 minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. All right, so uh, as we make our way back, when you look at the evolution of this Let's Go Brandon thing. (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean, it goes all the way back to the Saturday race at Talladega. And uh, and, a, and a driver named Brandon, some dude Brand- named Brandon, some dude named Brandon. Brandon Brown or something like that. Yeah. And so, so we Brandon ha- Bubba Bussy. So we have some <laughs> color commentator of some kind. Brandon Brown is yeah. correct. Here's the Talladega crowd doing this chant that people are doing, and it's very off color. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it had been going on weeks prior to, to that in sporting events yep. and all this. Oh. and it's going on at Talladega, and the person who is being interviewed hears it. And tries to say the crowd is saying, "Let's go, Brandon." Yeah, the, the, one not. of the one of the commentators right. was saying when they heard this so chant just, that's been going on, as Bubba said, at large gatherings everywhere, sporting events. Oh, is. look, they're saying, "Let's." There it is, Bubba. This is when it happens. Uh, should yeah. I should I pot this? Yeah. Well, now uh, this is the uncensored version, okay. so you can actually hear what they're saying. Yeah. But it's the reporter from NBC that's right. on the track talking to Brandon, yeah. and, and, and so they're they, they're they're saying something negative about Biden, mm-hmm. and it's very negative. Yeah, and uh, and then and then <laughs> yeah, pretty negative. And she was like, "Oh, they're going. They're saying let's go, Brandon." Yeah, they sh- they try to spin it. Yeah, yeah. So that then just that, so that was kind of funny. It, but that, that he that, that he said that that one moment, that one moment 
then turns into Let's Go Brandon. Yeah. Babylon Bee's done probably Listen, we eight got, different we got things. Shirts and hats. You, yeah. you, you got people saying it in interviews. It's become its own word now. People yeah. they say they're going to they try to stop cussing instead. Say Let's Go Brandon. Yeah. No. You know. So now, no, no. Literally, oh, it, it, look, we're about to take a giant leap forward right here too. So what people are saying now, which I, I'm kind of thankful for, if you have disdain for the president, yeah. instead of using this off color, just say Let's Go Brandon. We That's all it. know. What you mean? That's, That's what it. you mean, right? Exactly. You, right. You are, you're anti the current administration, the way they're handling. That's yeah. what "Let's Go Brandon" means now, right. and I do prefer that statement over the original. Yeah. And now, yes. now we have coming. a rapper who has come out, and he has uh, uh, published a new song called "Let's Go Brandon." Well, you knew it wasn't mm-hmm. going to take long, Rick. It has gone to number one on the iTunes hip hop charts. Now, this is controversial because this is the hip hop charts. Uh, you know, this is kind of a, an mm-hmm. area that the Democrats, the libos, because uh, this is how, this is how arrogant they are that they think, and I'm going to use this word uh, that they own. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and no, you're right. And you're so, right. um, and, 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 and so right. let's go, Brandon. So here, here's just a little bit yeah. of it. Uh, right. not, not a lot of it because we can't play a lot of it. Right. I, I'd like to play a few uh, seconds of it and then pull forward about 40 seconds, 46 seconds in and let y'all hear kind of what some of the lyrics okay. are. But here's how it starts. Let's go, Brandon. Hey. Let's go, Brandon. Hey. Let's go, let's go. Hey. All right, so it's and, almost like the you know the Randy Moss rap oh, yeah. and all those oh, we yeah. were seeing for a while. And right. where's it sitting on the hip hop charts right yeah, now? That'd be number one. Oh, no, no. Here's a little bit of the core, uh, the, uh, the lyrics here. Careful now. No, I think we're good. I pulled, I, I pulled four. <laughs> this is a messes. slip cue here, my friend. <laughs> Cover up and tell the people go, Brandon. But we know what they're saying, though. You can hear the chant in every post. Don't nobody want this commie because we not in China. Everybody hated Trump and now they out to catch a body. That's what they get for treating us like we in Squid Games. Green light, mandate, like he's insane. These times people waking up to everything. Go Brandon, but we all know what the saying means. I'm going to tell you, if I am a Major League Baseball player and my name is Brandon, that is my walk-up song. <laughs> oh, yeah. absolutely. But let's 100%. Walk, let's yeah. walk through the lyrics you just heard, Okay. <clears throat> We know what the chant means. Nobody wants this commie talking about Biden, communist, because mm-hmm. we we're not in China. Everybody hated Trump. Now we're getting treat. They're treating us like we in Squid Games, which is that yeah, right. that Hunger Game yeah, thing right. out of Korea. Is that where it came out? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. And so, which is all about. And he throws in uh, dream light mandate, like he's insane. These times, people waking up to everything, <laughs> and go Brandon. But we all know what the saying means. Now, Rick, so, on, on, several, yo, yeah, yo, on several of the lines, yo, yo. he refers to this kind of SH, but he says SH. Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> go ahead and say all it. of the, no, I mean, that, that's what he says. He says, so much drama in the USA, the pot's going to boil over any day. You see this kind of stuff you get when you vote commie. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a running theme through this. You know, it excites me on one level that for people who have been screaming for decades, do not fall for this communist socialist sales pitch that ends in total destruction. Yeah. That we now have people who are realizing this and, and voicing their opinion to it. Even though it may not be your cup of tea, you don't like the way they're saying it, the message of what they're saying is absolutely correct. 
Well, and to have a hip hop artist who is this say, artist? What's his name? Say these kinds of things. Loza uh, Alexander. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure, but you know, because this is also he's also now, taking he, on. He something. was a pro Trump rapper mm. to begin with. Mm. But what? What? That's one of the things there. you know in the in the fake world, things are not said even if they're true because it doesn't feed. It yeah. does. It does not go with the fake narrative. The the black community. They also, it, it just in general, have a very, very cautious approach to a vaccine being mandated. Mm-hmm. And the numbers in the black community, now you're never going to hear this because it doesn't fit the fake world. Uh, because sure. they, only want, they only want you to think that people that, that don't want a vaccine forced on them are some kind of, they're the ones on January right, 6th yeah. that stormed the Capitol. That's, they want you to think it's only them. Yeah. But it's not. It, it's across America. There are people of, of all ethnicities and all different views that have a concern about this, but they only handpick certain groups that they think are easy to demonize, which is not the real world. Again, that's, that's that fake world again. Mm-hmm. But there is an uprising in the black community about vaccines being forced on people that is that you're not you're not going to hear about. But it's absolutely there. Rick, I love this lyric right here. They're taking our silver. They're taking our gold, expecting us to do everything we're told. You see, you get that kind of stuff when you vote commie. Yeah. I'll lay dead on. Phone calls next. All 10 lines are available. We'll chat with you for the first time today. Find out what is on your mind. We got to have that chorus. Yeah, we do. 866, we be big. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. All lines available, and we're about to go to the phones, and then we'll roll through them. Thirty seconds to pop. You've got room. You can get in now. Ancestry.com/slash/bubba. Uh, teaming up with the Rick and Bubba show again uh, for you to find out the story of your family, uh, the true story. Uh, guys, some of the emails we're getting on what people are finding out, uh, including like uh, we had one the other day, somebody who discovered their. Uh, their their own biological father, and wow. they were incorrect in who they thought was their biological father. So uh, just yeah, some yeah. I mean, it's um, then uh, then we had people who were adopted that found birth parents, and if uh, and, and, you know if that's something, uh, or, or maybe you're just saying I just want to know the true story of my family. Maybe you're someone who says I know that we think that this is our ethnicity and this is our mix, or this is or we don't think that we are a mix, but oh my goodness, we are. Uh, by the way, heads up, likely. Uh, but anyway, go to Ancestry.com slash Bubba uh, and get uh, your free trial and that Ancestry DNA kit. You'll have you'll have access to their billions of records um, that are available to find the story of your family because ultimately the story of your family is also the story of you. Ancestry.com slash Bubba or RickandBubba.com uh, under the uh, the sponsors button. Uh, let's go to um, <laughs> let's go to Austin out of the great state of Alabama. Austin, 30 seconds on the Rick and Bubba show. Go ahead. Hello. I'm from Ashford, man. I tell you what, this Let's Go Brandon mess, everybody knows it's just a load of crap. Nobody likes that Biden guy. I tell you what, we just take all our masks out in the swamp, put them on their knees, and tie them to a log. What? <laughs> hey, I found another, y'all, straight up, I found another Let's Go Brandon rap. Oh, I'm sure they're, I'm sure they're, they're, they're out there. Uh, let's continue. Let's go to Ashland in Birmingham. Listen to ZZK. Ashlyn, go ahead. Hi. Hello. I, I was wondering what I was wondering what your favorite Halloween costume was when you were a kid. <laughs> oh, a kid. Uh, you know what? I don't. I don't. I don't. It's funny that the only one that I can remember 
was not my favorite. I just don't remember any others. My favorite uh, one was a skeleton. You know, you had a like mm-hmm. a black suit, and you could see the mm-hmm. white bones yeah. everywhere. I, I, boy, I love that when I was a kid. I couldn't wait to put it on. The only one that I can remember and uh, was when I dressed as a hobo, and I, I hate yeah. to say that. I, it's the only one I remember, and I, I remember that for some reason – my mother found an old blue jean type working jacket of my dad's and I put it on. <laughs> of course, she got her mascara out and put fake beard on me. And then I had, for some reason, these giant fake ears like the guy that's on the NFL channel. And, <laughs> uh, and I put those on. And that that's the only one I remember. I hmm. honestly don't recall any any of the others. Well, as you got a little older, you went for comfort, yeah. you know, and the hobo yeah. and the hippie and the rock star and all that was easier yeah. to Football do. Football player, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You didn't, you wasn't as obligated with as much uh, equipment on, and it was a little easier to maneuver. Dawn, uh, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Thirty seconds. Go ahead. Um, yes, sir. I was calling to let you know that I have a friend that her son is in the Marines. And he turned in a religious exemption for his vaccine, and they denied it. Yep. And now, if he doesn't decide before the end of the day to take it, he will be put into consolidate um, in solitary confinement until mm-hmm. they decide what to do with it. Wow. Yeah, Bubba covered that earlier. Uh, the the exemptions uh, with the military not 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 happening. Well, you know, military not big on uh, people voicing their uh, their own opinions on things. You know, the only thing I could think for him, maybe if he will scream he's transgender, he'll get a break. He yeah. might get a promotion. Yeah, we we have point, uh, we've got the story coming up. Uh, Babylon B is not going to miss this one, and we'll do the story <laughs> for you. You know, we we uh, we swore in the highest-ranking transgender f- uh, federal official mm-hmm. in our military. Uh, this word, admiral, I always have a hard time saying it. Admiral. Yeah, it, it's a, it's one of those words that your mouth won't form it right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you know, the thing, I thought she was in the cabinet. I didn't think that uh, she was in the military. Well, they say now, and, of course, this is Babylon B. She was that one in the cabinet we were talking about. Remember? that? Yeah, I do. I yeah. guess. I guess this is the same. Well, I, I didn't know she was in the military. She's an admiral, she, and uh, here is Babylon B's response. Arms race heats up. Just as China reveals space nukes, America responds with a trans admiral. That that so so the world is building nuclear weapons that go into space and all this. This is this is what we're worrying about. I know. We want to tell you that we historically have put someone into the highest ranking federal office, uh, an admiral in our military, who is transgender. We want you to know that. Why China's showing you that they can they can take a missile and go around the world with it and got within 25 miles of its target. Yeah, that's that's But but don't worry, we're making sure that uh, our military is 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 in all the current, you know, uh, societal trends. That's what we want you to know. Uh let's go to uh Dexter let's in go, Brandon in Mississippi. Dex, go ahead. Welcome to Rick and Bubba. Hey Rick, I just wanted to comment on your uh your statement the other day about the picture that was wearing cat fur on his cleats and how your dad would respond oh, yeah. when i was a boy i went and bought a, a pair of multicolored hip hugger bell bottoms and a loud purple shirt and when my dad got home he saw it didn't say a word we went back to the store took it back bought a tan shirt a blue shirt and two pair of blue jeans when we got home he said he looked at me and he said he said, as long as I'm your dad, I will never let you go out looking like an idiot. Okay? So I am thankful that my dad loved me enough to keep me and train me. 
uh, and I appreciate your comment uh, on your dad as well, Rick. Yeah, yeah, you know, if 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 uh, you know my pitcher wants to do that in his own life, he certainly can. But he's going to do it out here on the field. I noticed he didn't have them on last night in the pen when he was warming up, yeah, and I yeah. wondered if somebody had said something to him mm-hmm. about it. But maybe, yeah, um, it's it's such an oddity because yeah, I agree. I mean, you don't want somebody looking like that, but these pitchers are so unique and crazy, are. and we've seen them do so many weird things over the years. I think it would really be, hey, how was he pitching? Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> if he's getting three up, three down, I say, put your kitty on your shoes and go out there, buddy. <laughs> get get me a win, and we'll deal with it later. Yeah. Now, if you're getting shelled, yeah. I'm gonna have some comments about. You know, that. really, I've I said- think the biggest concern is we're talking about, you know, it. What this gentleman's talking about, I love, and I love hearing men talk about their dads and how they raised them. But we're talking about a 30, 40 year old man here. Yeah, we are. Uh, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. he's still got a coach though, <laughs> right? And there's there's still my authority over. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but this, uh, but then uh, he'll probably did, make some grievance and sure, yeah, yeah. sure. You got to remember, it is L.A. Yeah. yeah, and then we'll do a, a parade of cat <laughs> yeah. people. Look, that, let's <laughs> let's be honest. Uh, there may be a point where we're glad it's a cat. I mean, it could yeah. be worse. It could. You're right. Let's go, Brandon. Of course, uh, we got a Braves wearing pearls, but that's fine. Yeah, I started to say. I, I mean, I, <laughs> you know, it's hard. It's hard to. Quite frankly, if I go down the list, I think I'm more offended by pearls than I am a cat. <laughs> to me, it's a push. Uh, let's, go to, mm-hmm. let's go to Brian in Alabama. Brian, 30 uh, seconds. Go ahead. Hockey looks better every day. It does. Uh, Brian, Good go morning, ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey. hey. Yes, 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 sir. Uh, I was just uh, calling in to see about the uh, book that uh, Greg and Gary was going to um, develop when Gary – Vines goes to town. Is that book available? Okay, buddy. Anybody with me on this one? No clue. Let's go. goes back to your comment the other day when we gave some stats to one another. Hey, let me tell you something. If you're going to do something with me in it, my gosh, make some sense. (laughs) Uh, uh, Let's go to Jeff in Tennessee. Jeff, go ahead. Hey, Diggins, how's it going? We're good, up, Ready? We're dandy. Hey, buddy. I listen to y'all on TuneOut on the weekend, Thank mostly. You. Thank you. Uh, but I got a question. Whatever happened to Chance and Tyler, the angry cyclist? Well, uh, did you see? Did you see the Tour de France this time, where the guy with the sign jumped out there and he crashed all those bikers? Did you see that? I did not. Well, it, you can go look it up. It was a big controversy. Tyler was the first guy I hit him. Yeah, that's right. And, right. Uh, he's he's been laid up since. Yeah. <laughs> and what was the other one? Chance. 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 You, won't believe, uh, uh, you won't believe where the handlebars went. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we serious reached, business, he reached out to us. Serious business. I somebody sent me an email a couple of weeks ago and said, "Is this chance?" And I thought, "Well, I'm gonna take a shot." You took a chance. And I sent him an email and I said, "If you if you're not this person, you're gonna think this is the most bizarre email you're gonna get this week." <laughs> Are you Chance that used to call in the Rick and Bubba show? And he responded responded back to me and said, I am. And I went back and said, we'd like to have you on. I think the audience would love to hear you. They've been asking about you. And I never got a response back. So, if you yeah. change your I don't know, it's weird. Take, Take a, a chance. chance. There he goes down. There's Tyler right there. Take a chance on me. You see the wheel roll Tyler. over that guy that went down. Watch the guy goes down. Watch this wheel roll over him. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, I think Tyler's a fireman now. Oh, he is. Yes. I bumped into him in Huntsville, actually. When he got out of the – He started screaming, hey, Spady. When he got out of the hospital. No. That, that's not surprising because he always seemed flame to me. <laughs> the uh, how, how about okay. the, the – um, <laughs> He was right. drawn to the open floor. <laughs> there, was, there, was yeah. there was a certain yeah. flaming there. Like a moth. Uh, uh, what, what about um, 
this chance thing, mm-hmm. just so because I feel bad for you. Hannah. I forwarded y'all that right. email. Uh-huh. I saw it. Yeah, I forgot about it. But here's what you have to understand: chance. We will. There's just there's just little little category, almost like a little prayer box that we put the unexplained Rick and Bubba stuff in. <laughs> yeah. And I have to take Chance's departure of the show and his his resistance to a relationship, and I put it over there. And there were Paul Thorne. I, yeah. I don't know what happened. I think that's great. No, that is no, great. No that's one's ever great, explained yeah, it to me. There. Rick, I, I, the Paul Thorne is definitely number one. Yeah, right. Uh, it's, uh, it's a chance is number two. It's, these are unexplained Rick and Bubba mysteries. And, and they both seem polite until you ask them to come on the show and then they don't respond. Something happened with both of them that they won't tell us. I know. And I, I say this anytime ever I've ever canceled, did cancel them with anyone. I can't help you with a problem that you won't tell me about. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't resolve it. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick Nine minutes Bubba. to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Rick and All right, so uh, as we make our way back, uh, we actually have a Jordan that wants to talk about Brandon. So uh, on the line. All right, Jordan, fire it in there. Um, All right, Jordan, uh, you're on. Go ahead. Good morning, fellas. Hope y'all are doing well. We're doing good, man. I hope you're okay. I'm great. Hey, a couple weeks ago, y'all brought to light this vile practice that is known as the puppy trumpet. Absolutely gross. Yep. But I didn't know if y'all knew about another one. You can actually pucker up and blow up a donkey's butt. It will make the donkey talk. It's called the Joe Biden. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> so, um... The couple you, of things you, you notice who's screening phone calls. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, oh, he's, only, he's bringing them in. That's the only time that guy would have got through. So, just yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah the, uh, the just the grinning. Just, like, he's, like a, he's, he's loving every a donkey minute of it eating there. briars in there. Uh, so, um, the Jordan thing did not take off like Let's Go Brandon. I mean, we like fired in there, Jordan. All right, Jordan, fired in there, but it's nothing like Brandon and Karen. So now these <laughs> these names. <laughs> Or Linda, if you're a Karen now, and that's really your name. You're hating that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Also, uh, Bubba's daughter said, you know, being a Caitlin got roughed up a little bit by Bruce Jenner. Yeah, right. Uh, but <laughs> but now it's let's go, Brandon. So as yeah. as Babylon B said, Brandon, all these men named Brandon feeling pretty good about themselves right now. Mm-hmm. But so, now, at what point will the left say that saying let's go, Brandon is racist? Uh, it's going to be difficult, but they'll get there. Yeah. Well, they can it, say it. I don't think people are going to say it anyway. Well, anything that you know. Oh yeah, it's taken well, you know, up. And... You, the wor- words are so critical to them. I mean, right. they just uh, get all in the tizzy about a little word or two. So, uh, but he, but here's the interesting thing: we have now two different songs. Let's go, Brandon. Mm-hmm. Speedy was sharing one that I was others. not aware yeah. of. One of them is at the top of the iTunes chart. The other song that Tom McDonald did called Brainwashed is now all over social media, and that's the one where he's counting down situational design. We played it here on the show. Yeah, yep. I'm amazed at how the disdain for the politics in our country has got over into pop culture as quick as it has, and it is against a Democrat. 
Right. That may be the most shocking. And, of course, the, then, of course, the current administration pretends this isn't happening, and the only people who hate them are extremists that we should all fear. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, and, uh, it's going to be hard. Back to, the, back to the fake world again. Because, like Speedy said, they're going to come out and they're going to say, well, if you say, let's go, Brandon, you're a racist. Right. Okay. So you can't say it. The problem is what we're talking about here are people of color who are saying it. Right. So I don't know how you're going to resolve that. Well, well I'll tell you how, because they've done it before. Mm-hmm. Remember, black people who hate Democrats or don't like the state of the Democratic Party, they're not really black. Mm-hmm. Well, that works with Colin Powell. That works with uh, uh, Larry Elder. Kind of, Larry Elder. It works with, uh, who, who was our uh, Condoleezza the, the Rice? surgeon? The yeah. sur- uh, oh, li- ben. Yeah, Condoleezza Rice, Ben. Whispering Ben, yeah. you can get away with that. But I don't know when it moves over into uh, other parts of the culture if that's going to sell as easy. Mm-hmm. Right. Who was it just running for governor in, in California? Larry Elder. Larry Elder. Elder. Yeah, is that, I mean, is that I what you mean, were I referring to? Larry Elder. And, of course, you go back to Clarence Thomas, who's on the yeah. Supreme Court. He's not mm-hmm. really black. and uh, So, uh, so yeah, it, it's um, it, it's tough to, to play that card when it becomes just the pop culture. A little, a little more difficult. But uh, but it will be attempted or, or just ignored. I do have bad news involving our pitcher who wears cat shoes. Mm. Uh, Gosling. Yeah, this is awful. This is much worse than I thought. And it shows again that coaches that we grew up playing for, they just don't exist yeah. anymore. Especially in the professional. Just wanted world. to clarify, this must be somebody that really follows baseball. <laughs> And 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 Hemsley, you you and Speedy follow it more than the rest of us. But even you may not know this, and you probably don't want to know this. Yeah. But um, it says, "Don't worry." Uh, I can tell you the inconsistency on the cleats. He only wears these cleats on Saturday games, and he calls it Catterday. <laughs> he does so not. Are you serious? Uh, and that makes sense because yeah. that is what we saw. Uh, that was Saturday. We saw him. Now, I want you to imagine. Catterday? I want you to imagine yep. the coaches. We've come a long way from Al <laughs> Roboski, haven't we, and, and the bird. Yeah. You remember <laughs> Mark Fidrick? The coaches that we played Mark for something. and the fathers who raised us, okay? Hey, coach slash dad, just want to run this past you if you're coming to the game Saturday uh, or you're my coach. I'm thinking what I'm going to do because, you know, I really like kitty cats, uh, <laughs> and I'm going to pitch – and I'm going to wear a picture of a little kitty on my cleats, mm. and I'm going to put cat fur uh, where the the shoestrings are, and I'm only going to do that on Saturday because I want to call it Catterday. <laughs> can no, you can you imagine the response? No, I mean, no. I, I don't even know Rick, what to say. Wow. It would make let's go Brandon like nothing. I mean, we got I, a player wearing pearls, so that's that's got hard. it. That's hard but what I'm saying, and I'm making that it's, same it's hard point. to to get on Catterday too much. Well, take take Catterday then, and just it's it's all the same problem. Hey, Dad. Hey, Coach. I'm thinking about wearing Mama's pearls when I bat Saturday. Or, I, I would like to day. know. I, it would, try, try any of those. It would right. help all of us if Dave Roberts, the manager, uh-huh. had gone to Gonsolin and said, hey, here's a deal. We don't like the cat thing. It creeps us out, and, and I, don't, I really wish a player of mine was not doing this. You're not above the team. Let's act, let's act like professionals here. No reason bringing that out on the field. Keep in mind. I, and and, and Gonsolin, because you can do pretty much whatever you want to, it seems like in, in Major League Baseball these days, with kind of stuff like this, could have had the right to go, no, coach, I don't. And we would all hate that. But I Just, hope. I wish it would have been addressed. But I, I wonder if Dave Roberts has actually right. tried to address. Just the conversation. It. I would like to know. Now, that. how's he doing though? That that yeah. may. What's the he's performance pretty, I mean, situation? He's, he's here. not bad. But remember, um, remember, 
I was guys. Ra- they won 106 games this year. Not a bad ball club. I was, he had a big part of that. I was raised by and in high school was coached by a man that wouldn't even have the number one available. You couldn't even wear number one. Of course, that's what I wore. But because, that's fine. because because nobody out here is yeah. number one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I want you to think about that. Now, can you imagine me? Well, how do you feel about zero? <laughs> Listen. Could you imagine me walking up? Because I didn't about, choose that. By talking the way. about that wearing my mama's left. pearls or having catter day. Yeah. Oh, Rick. Can you just even imagine it? No. I mean, it's I can't even. I mean, can't even. Mm. I'll, I'm almost afraid to even discuss the scenario of it. A Rick, fake scenario. Rick, when I was playing baseball, you would be shamed beyond belief. Starting with the coach, you wouldn't even need to coach yeah. if if you had your hat on wrong. Right. Oh yeah, you're right. By the if, way, if it was kicked back too far, yes. You, yeah. you would, in you know, I, I got, I got that one time. The coach, so. the, you dare didn't put it on backwards. Oh yeah, the coach. Oh, I, not a, no. we're not even talking about that. I, that I know, I no, know. that one even debate. Yeah. I just mean down low yes. or slightly tilted back so you could see. Yeah, I think we've, and and some of those things, I, I look the coaches back and I go, played for, my dad would have set the cleats on fire. And some of those things, of I go, you know what, that was probably over the line, but we learned our lesson. But we've gone way too far the other way, right? But but that's what happens when there's a slippery slope and you let the no pun intended cat out of the bag. Well, that this happens. Do you know why the coaches and the dads that we had did those things? So you think they were being unreasonable, like you just said, and I think there's some truth to that if you look at it normally. But they said, no, no, this is all because we know where it'll go. Exactly. If I don't act this way, we're gonna have catter day. Bingo. <laughs> they know the slippery slope. They were smart enough Absolutely. to know it. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Hey guys, thank you so much uh, for uh, listening to the Rick and Bubba Show or watching the Rick and Bubba Show, uh, either listening on our podcast archives or watching us right now on YouTube. Uh, we were discussing um, this about on the show one time about in the state of our country, what are some other places that we could go and we could live? Well, I want to introduce you to a company called International Living. So what are you going to do? Um, that, that's, that's what our leaders are saying when they raise the taxes and they destroy the value of the money and all this inflation. And they really look at you and say, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to leave? Uh, where are you going to go? Well, you might want to think about Panama. And I'll tell you why. A lot of American retirees and veterans are going down there because you can live in luxury on about $24,000 a year. I see Speedy perking up over there. You can pay 0%. There's no income tax of any kind. Your health care is as little as like $2,600 a year. Uh, you could live on pristine white sand right there on the beach in a luxury beachfront condo for about $120,000 in Panama. So the, the, the past year has caused all of us to rethink our plans, and, and people are retiring early because of all the mandates. They're moving if that's you, then I want you to check out the American's Guide to Living and Retiring in Panama from our friends over at International Living. Now, it's 100% free for the Rick and Bubba audience. Okay, so you, you can go check all this out. No charge for their service. Just head over to buypanamanow.com slash rickbubba and get your copy today for free. That's buypanamanow.com slash rickbubba. Sign up now to claim your free series on investing and Panama's Pacific Riviera. BuyPanamaNow.com slash Rick Bubba. Established in 1994 and continuing to offer the perfect balance of inspiring hope, unwavering truth, and a touch of goofiness. The Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. Six minutes past the hour this hour, but we'll talk banana ball. 
Yeah, Banana Ball coming up. Banana Ball. The 2022 Banana Ball World Tour will be announced on this program. Uh, and uh, the Rick and Bubba Army has played a role in, uh, in some of the cities that will be hosting Banana Ball. We'll talk to the founder coming up this hour. She'll be listening for that. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here. And welcome back, Bill Bubba Bus. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for joining us. These are the days of America. Walking together through the promised land. Well, we were trying to uh, talk about it on the fly uh, after video four. We'll actually watch it and listen now. So, uh, Rachel Levin, I think, uh, is the name uh, that uh, this, uh, uh, this person prefers. Uh, who is transgender, uh, a biological man who is uh, living as a, a woman, or is it the other way around? I'm not, I'm not, if it's Rachel Levin, it must be biological man uh, identifying as a woman, uh, and now has been sworn in, and we have that here, as the first openly transgender four-star officer across the uniform services. And I think I've got the answer to what this is. Okay, all right, so, so here, here it is. But I state your name. I, Rachel L. Levine. Having been appointed an officer in the Commission Corps of the U.S. Public Health Service. Having been appointed an officer in the Commissioned Corps of the U.S. Public Health Service. In the grade of Admiral. In the grade of Admiral. Do solemnly reaffirm. Do solemnly reaffirm. That I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. That I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. That I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same. That I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same. That I take this obligation freely. That I take this obligation freely. Without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion. Without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion. And that I will well and faithfully discharge the duties of the office upon which I am about to enter. So I will well and faithfully <laughs> discharge the duties of the office upon which I am about to enter. So help me God. So help me God. So help me who? Yeah, no. So, so, so help me who? Is that not the? Yeah. What is it? The We're, medical. What? What is yeah, this? Okay, Rick, the this is what it is. This is the here, here Surgeon I, Admiral, I guess. Yeah, I've got your official. But we've answer seen for this that. person before. Remember? Yeah, she's she was in the cabinet. Be, she's in the cabinet. What, this is now being affirmed. I got. You. This is the U.S. Ooh. Public Health Service Commission Corps. It is a uniform service, meaning that they have a uniform mm-hmm. and a title, mm-hmm. similar to the military, but not a military branch per se. The other uniform service with non-military role is NOAA, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. So this is uh, this is a service group, not military, but they they're designed like the military. They get a uniform. They get a uniform, and they have rank. Just like Surgeon General. Yeah, it would be similar. Yeah, yeah. same deal. Never um, see every coop always had that uniform. I think what I, I think when I'm landing, if I was the, if I was a Surgeon General, I'd wear my uniform. Uh, and you know, Coop was funny because he'd wear them white shorts. Yeah, you know, and he didn't and have that, the legs for and it. That Amish well, you beard. Took- and, he, and he had those socks that had to be held up. You know, yes. with the little little clips. Yes. Well, well, you wore your that was a little you wore your honorary doctorate. You're not a you, you didn't. didn't really get a doctorate, but you got an honorary one. Yeah, and you wore it. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. You had your little suit on and all that. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. It's, <clears> a, it's a, that's a little different than this. But uh, well, I thought you said that this person isn't really military, but has a uniform. 
Well, I'm just saying they are in this service. And they get a uniform in the service. And they have a uniform in this service, and they have rank in this service, but they're not a military service. It's kind of like an in-between, if you will. So They're, wearing- they're commissioned by the U.S. government, yeah. but they're not a military service. But they wear a military uniform. They do wear uniforms, it looks like. Is it a military uniform? It is a it looks public like health service commission uniform, right. <laughs> just like NOAA has uniforms. I didn't know NOAA had it. Yeah. You know, Here's the people the put the weather radios I, I, I on. Didn't, I didn't know they had uniforms. I, 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 I might get in that service. I thought it was interesting mm-hmm. that Rachel said, so help me God. Yeah. What was the hand on over there? Was That wasn't the Bible, was it? I, I don't know what it was. I don't know. I don't what, know. What, is, what is that? Uh, it's like a folder. Like 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 they oh. also pledged to guard us against enemies. Outside and from within, which I think I, I we didn't, miss that one a lot of times. But I didn't while wearing I didn't, a skirt. How how is this person in the health going to protect us against our enemies abroad? I, Rick, that's just what they swear in with. I, don't I tell you one thing: if you're in the health, all right, let me try this. Uh, and I fully understand what you're saying. This right. is a service that we have in the yeah, health world. Yeah, I didn't world invent this. I'm just trying to that understand is uniform. it. Too. Somebody emailed trying to explain it. But to riddle me this: yep. if if you say you're going to protect me as an American, right? And this role that you have, right. okay, that you were appointed by the administration, right. and you were confirmed. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what we were waiting on, Greg, the confirmation. Okay. All right, so that's why we knew. I'm her. saying this, yeah. I've she was that. she was brought in. or, or in, yeah. Seems right. I had now, a controversy on putting her, getting her mom out of a nursing home during the yeah, pandemic. Yeah, all this kind of that. stuff. But bottom line is now she's been put in a position that she had to I be confirmed you. inside the administration um, as uh, identifies as a woman. So um, biological man. Uh, uh, not so, a very attractive woman. And, and really – Voice still a little low, frankly. Yeah. But basically, but, looks like a man with a wig on. Go ahead. But anyway, does. But anyway, if you're going to protect me from, that one's not going to confuse anybody. Would you agree if you're a high-ranking health official? Am right. I okay with that right. term? Yes. Okay. Yes. So my, the border's wide open, so I'm not being protected because disease is coming in. Right. So you're really not protecting me, right? In a pandemic, does that feel protected? We're we're battling a pandemic. Right, yes. and this person just swore that they would protect me from any, even enemies from abroad, right? And you say, well, how does a health official do that? I would think protecting us from a, from a disease would be one, right? Yeah. If you're a health official. You're probably overthinking the swearing <laughs> in, but yes. But right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we all know that if you're claiming the pandemic is going to be the end of time, you got the border open, but that's stupid no matter who's <laughs> yeah, in charge. Right, right. You, but, you know, come on. Yeah. Come but on. anyway, so there you go. There's America, uh, and we're – I'm not real smart. I ain't stupid. Right, there you go. Also, in the politically correct world, uh, Netflix CEO Ted, how do you say his name? Sarandos? Yeah. I'll go with Sarandos. that. Sarandos. Sounds good. He admits and regrets uh, about the way he communicated with staff because, you know, he's got a big walkout now mm-hmm. organized by the LGBTQ and then the plus sign. I guess that means anything else you want to add. Uh, or you can identify something that we don't even know how to uh, to even say it. Uh, this is over the Dave Chappelle <clears throat> special, which we talked about on the show. But – the CEO of Netflix says, I could have used better words. I didn't mean to upset everybody as bad as I did, but I still stand by that I'm not I'm not going to cancel Dave Chappelle's special or not let people who make their own choice to watch it and listen to it. And Greg, you said, and I haven't heard the words that if and I know I hear this a lot with things people get mad about. If you'd actually take the time to sit down and watch the special and listen you probably wouldn't be that offended because the points that Dave Chappelle yeah, is making. You gotta, you gotta listen to what he's saying. But remember, now, remember, now Greg, Dave's hard to get through all the. No, yeah. but remember though, if I somebody tells me I should be upset these days, even if I'm not, I, 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 I go before I know it, I'm walking somewhere carrying a sign. I'm in the middle of some protest, even if I don't even know what it's really about. 
Yeah, uh, because people just tell me I should be upset. And the, and the, the theme is that, you know all the violence against these type of groups all mm-hmm. around the country. Like he's promoting it, and, and that's there is nothing in that show that promotes anything like that. Nothing. Here's what he said. He said, my stance hasn't changed as far as the right for Dave Chappelle to have his um, special seen or heard by whoever wants to. I can tell you that I messed up uh, those communications in two ways. One of them was I should have first and foremost acknowledged in those emails that a group of our employees were in pain, talking about any LGBTQ plus son, and that they were really feeling hurt from a business decision that we made. And I, instead of acknowledging that first, went right to some rationales and so, first of all, I'd say those emails lacked humanity, in which I'd like to, and I do generally communicate with our teams. And he's saying, I don't, I don't, I don't apologize for my stance. I apologize by the way I worded it. Yeah. So, and it's a very popular show, so I'm sure he's going to keep it running. But Yeah. And, but, but that's go back to what we just said. See, this is back to the fake world again. We just told you that Let's Go Brandon is popping up in hip-hop songs and all kinds of songs and is moving mm-hmm. to number one. Uh, we have people that are watching the Dave Chappelle special in droves that don't seem to be bothered by it, but yet people are saying that we need to be careful because a lot of uh, the majority of Americans are upset by something that the majority of Americans are not upset about. Right. That that again is the is exactly the, is, the, is the fake world that we live in. That's it. And uh, well, you know he's going to say something controversial. You have a right to be upset about what Dave Chappelle said. You certainly do. But he has a right to say it. He does. And he wasn't promoting any violence against any group, but he's going to make jokes about every... If you're part of society, what makes you any different? You can't make jokes about you? Right. I mean, as long as he's making their money, they're going to stand for his right to yeah. say it. Yeah. Remember, you, you got to be, be more <laughs> fine than you are crazy. That's right. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, 21 minutes past the hour, O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events today. The Wednesday Bible Study happens live at noon Central Time on the Rick and Bubba uh, YouTube channel. Uh, walking through 1 Corinthians, we get into the controversial 1 Corinthians 11 today. Uh, that, that'll be fun, uh, so let's walk through that today. Uh, the archive will be soon after and available on all of our social media platforms for you to watch it or listen to it on your own time. Uh, coming up, let's first go to uh, rickandbubba.com, October the 24th. Coming up uh, this Sunday night, I'll be in Mangum, Louisiana for Man Church as they are wrapping up the first 40-week curriculum, and we'll be transitioning into the next one, and I'll be there and honored to be there. Uh, we mentioned it earlier in the program, next week starting on Thursday, October the 28th, it is the 13th annual Rick and Bubba Late Summer Slam Tennis Tournament. That'll be going on uh, coming up on November the 5th. Uh, I'll be speaking at a men's conference at Green Street Baptist Church in High Point, North Carolina. I'll be there Friday night on the 5th and Saturday on the 6th. On uh, At BurgessMinistries.com on Saturday the 6th, uh, the land of uh, KYTN, uh, our, our affiliate there in Union City, Tennessee. Uh, my wife, Sherry Burgess, on November the 6th, will be speaking there in Union City, Tennessee, and uh, she'll be there for the women's event. Uh, that night, you can get the details on that by going to BurgessMinistries.com under upcoming events. And then you can go to TheManChurch.com and see that Scott Dawson is speaking at uh, Man Church coming up October the 28th. Um, uh, that'll be down in Op, Alabama at Westview Baptist Church. So all that can be found by simply going to these various websites, RickandBubba.com, BurgessMinistries.com, or TheManChurch.com based on what you're looking for. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service. At O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. Bubba to the email. 
Rick, uh, you know, when we get a email taking issue with something, we like to bring it to the air. Um, uh, I have an email here from Cheryl Shear. Oh, That's yeah. Cheryl with an S. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, says, I've been listening for years and I'm waiting to see if you can admit when you're wrong. Uh, well, uh, hang on. You mm. talk about people in the government not admitting when they make a mistake. Your comment about anybody's card is just your brand of, and none of us can say this word we've tried in the book. Totalitarianism. 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 I think I got it. Yeah, better. I think it. That was my best run so far. Yeah, that was it. How about people have the freedom of choice, period? I agree with Rick. You should be able to function in our society whether you have had COVID-19 or not and whether you have had vaccine or not. Get tested if you choose to travel. Wait, Waiting for you to address your comment, I unfortunately believe that you won't. Well, Cheryl, you're wrong because mm-hmm. we are addressing it. Right. Well, That's point one. You, you missed on that one. Right. And point two, I think I said that if you're going to have cards – and you're going to have vaccination cards, it should be you have antibody cards. I didn't say they were mandatory. I'm just saying if that's the system you're going to have and that's what you're going to go with, you should actually be looking for the antibodies, not the vaccine. Well, now this is t- and that was what I was implying. Well, this is typical commentary from a totalitarian. She told you, pal. <laughs> uh, she told you, pal. And this is, uh, but the, yeah, the uh, conversation, the, the common conversation was going, and I took it. And I knew when you said it mm-hmm. that an email like that was coming in. Well, I knew when you said it, but yeah. what you were saying is. If a private place or your workplace or somebody says, and they're just tore up about having a card, right? You know? If you're going to be here, you got to have a vaccine card. Based on these science, you should be able to produce for them a, a natural antibody card, and it would be accomplishing the exact same thing. Right. That's what you were trying to say, right? And uh, and that would be and the, that, that, that would most be, of the times when I say something, it's what I'm trying to say, right? Yeah. <laughs> Did you have a little bit of a totalitarian tone? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> were you talking down? Yeah. I think I said if you're going to have those cards, have this kind of card. Yeah. Well, what, I wasn't chunking the whole system. I wasn't right. making because we've minute, already we've yeah. already been down that avenue. Yeah. But I was simply pointing out the 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 folly in just thinking that a vaccine is going to be the answer because if you don't have the antibodies from the vaccine, you really haven't accomplished the mission of the vaccine. Yeah. And, and uh, the fact now, Rick, that we know they're saying you need a booster. So the vaccine obviously has a, a time limit that it's going to play out. Six months, they're saying now, after your last vaccine, you need a booster. I'm going on 11 months with natural antibodies. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, well, you, Cheryl. Yeah, the point I you love were, you. Yeah, the bigger point you were making was if somebody wants, why why does a vaccine card hold more weight than a natural antibodies card? If we had one, if you're going to have cards for people saying this is my status for whatever this place is requiring, you should be able to say my status is natural antibodies, and I have just as much protection, if not more, than a vaccine. So if your concern is protection, I'm protected. And then the other option, which is what my wife has done. Uh, somebody asked you to take a rapid test, and you do, and it comes back negative, and you're allowed to go. Yep. What, what we're saying yep. is if I'm you've about got, to if, have to deal with that, too. If you've got right. rapid test and you've got vaccine card, why not have something that indicates natural antibodies? Yeah. Really, I the mean, vaccine that, that, is that – that, that, that was the point. So basically, just she a, put Bub in his place. Yes, vaccine is just a mid-step. I mean, the end goal is can you fight off the, the infection, which means antibodies. So, so it that. just seems like it's ridiculous to check for – Vaccine status, you ought to check for anybody's status. That is correct. That's your goal.
Yeah, a little it bit was of, just a scientific point. Is all I was. Would you, but it, it, but boy, did it have, it just reeked of totalitarianism. Cheryl, let me yeah. let me be clear, and let <laughs> me let me underline this, and let me uh, underline it in bold letters. Okay, Rewind Cheryl, I want back. you to be free. I want you to have all the choices and uh, abilities to pursue happiness that this great country allows us. And I hope everybody's happy. I want them to have joy. I want them to be happy. I hope they all live. Uh, uh, you know, fulfilled and uh, passionate lives and that they get their act together and they they realize where it all came from and uh, get their eternity together. That's my hope for everybody. Oh, there it is. Well, there you are. That's again. it. Hey, there, you That's go. it. there you go again. That's it. That's it. That's all you got. That's it. That's all I got. So you're the, you're the one that dictates what a good world is. <laughs> sure, no, that's my wish. My wish for the world. Yeah, and that's that's it. Well, I'm probably about as far as from totalitarianism as you can get. Watch it. Bottom well line, Bubba, you got dunked on. There it is. <laughs> that's it. Cheryl dunked on. Cheryl, thank you for putting me in my place. Why Bubba crying? Because <laughs> he just got dunked on, Rick. <laughs> I don't know if you saw it. <laughs> I did. I forgot how funny that was. No, it was fantastic. Sure, I'm sorry. I'm, I didn't mean to offend you with my totalitarianism. Can, can I tell you this? <laughs> the, the minute you said card, I knew that was coming. I'm surprised you don't have more of them. Well, well I probably do. I just haven't got right, Yeah. And by the way, saying if you're if you're going to be card, let's get the right card. Yeah. You know? yeah. I will say this. Bubba did say from time to time we do respond to an email, but but really, we don't respond to everyone because if we did, that's all the show would be. Yes, yeah, good. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah, you, yeah if you would like to read mine every day, I mean, I, oh, I, I could roll Rick. one out a day if not, if not five. Rick, I got, I got one a segment. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> so, so anyway, and of course, you know, you being a totalitarian, you just sure. pick, you just pick the one you wanted. Sure, that huh? uh, a liberal. Uh, what else? We we've all been called a lot here lately. What Look, was let it? me tell you this: you've shifted to the left. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's one I love. Yeah, you're, the, you're, you're, you're a totalitarian. Around. And you've become an Episcopalian. <laughs> Slash Methodist. That's one Slash Methodist. <laughs> uh, step one. <laughs> Ricky's a rhino. He's a, he's a bit of a... We'll be back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Y'all are a hoot. More Thank Rick you, and, Cheryl. Thank more, you. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Thank you for being here today. Born with a baseball and a bat in his hand, Daddy had him swinging from the time he could stand. Out in the sandlot, he was king at the play. He kept his eye on the ball, sealed the pitcher's face. Talking a little uh, banana baseball. Got an update for you. Load up the bases, fire up the crowd, let's clear out the dugout. We're gonna get real loud. Yep, uh, banana ball may be coming to a Rick and Bubba city near you. Uh, Jesse Cole with Banana Ball is here with us on the Rick and Bubba show again to talk about the 2022 Banana Ball Tour. The, the world tour. The Rick. world tour. The cities have been solidified. 
Uh, Jesse, surely y'all use that song on Banana Ball. If not, if not, if <laughs> I not, love that song. It's fire me up, guys. Yeah, if you need to, you need to use that. I mean, I, you you got to have that at Banana Ball. It's actually <laughs> yeah, a band man. that we were connected with. We really thought they were going to explode. They ended up disbanded. And, they, and, and, and you know, how great the, team. You know how record, the record industry happens. But anyway, that's Whiskey Falls. Load up the bases. Love it. We'll, yeah, we'll it, bring them back together. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> All right. So uh, you you came on the, a podcast, came on the show. Uh, we kind of introduced uh, Banana Ball to to the Rick and Bubba audience, and we encouraged them to respond if they wanted to see Banana Ball, which is a, a style of baseball that is unlike any other. Uh, it is a fan favorite, and they have responded. <laughs> That's an understatement. You guys made this happen. Birmingham, uh, we heard from hundreds of people, and Birmingham wasn't on the radar and now it's our final stop of the tour at the Rickwood. So uh, you guys and your audience made this fired up. Well, so tell us about 2022. I, I know Banana Ball came out of the gate. It was awesome. You know, we've all tried to work through the pandemic. Sports has, has finally kind of made the decision. We're bringing fans back. We think that we've learned enough about uh, the pandemic and about the virus uh, that sports can happen. Outdoors really seems to be no problem at all. Uh, so Banana Ball is uh, is going to happen in 2022. So tell us the cities that, that, that should start getting ready. Yeah, we're opening up the tour in Savannah, then heading to Daytona, then Montgomery, and then going to West Palm, uh, a major league spring training home, then to Columbus, Georgia, and then finally at the Rickwood, America's oldest ballpark, uh, is our final stop in April. So you got a couple of Rick and Bubba cities here, Montgomery and Birmingham, where the show uh, does real well. And uh, I know that the Rick and Bubba audience is fired up about this. Tell us again a little bit for people who did not hear the original interview we, that you did with us, what Banana Ball is about and why are people so crazy about it? <laughs> well, the bananas are a circus and a baseball game breaks out with male cheerleading teams, breakdancing coaches, banana pet band, banana babies. And it's, it's an absolute circus. Banana balls, we had so much fun talking on your last show, is hopefully the world's most fastest entertaining baseball game. So literally, it's a two-hour time game. Uh, batters can't step out. Uh, batters can steal first. There's no bunting. And if a fan catches a foul ball, it's an out. And so our last game, we played banana ball hour and 48 minutes, and it was craziness. And we can break the rules when we're uh, making up our own rules, which is great. <laughs> you, you know, one of the one of the rules, you had made several changes to the baseball rules that, that you thought were going to make it more fun, and I think the fans are agreeing. But explain the time limit, and at the end of the game, if you don't have a winner, you hadn't completed, because I think that's one of the most exciting parts of this. Yes, the showdown where we literally we pull everyone off the field except one fielder and it's pitcher versus hitter and one fielder and the hitter has to score. So, you know, it's it's wild. You have plays at the plate and, and similar to that, how we eliminated walks in baseball. Walks are boring. So now they're a sprint on the fourth ball. The guy has to run around the bases and while they're throwing the ball to every position player before it's live. You just take the most boring parts and just make them more fun. <laughs> you have taken baseball and said, yeah, let's just do the parts we all like. <laughs> and, and, and the parts we don't, they're out. And you did tell us the last time we talked, be careful now if your team, the one you're pulling for, because the Bananas, uh, are they going to continue to play the same team or we still just got the two teams? You're playing the party animals, which are crazy, a crazy group of guys as well. And mm -hmm. so the party animals have developed their own little fan base in, in the cities. There are some people that come and pull for the party animals. Most everybody pulls for the Bananas. But be careful because yeah, we don't like that. Yeah, it, be yeah. careful because if you are for the Bananas – 
And one of your guys hits a foul ball and you catch it, then then he'll be out. <laughs> so, you know, now if a party animal hits a foul ball, you want to catch it, so they'll be out. Uh, and so- that happened. That happened at one of our games last. Uh, a guy literally caught it. with Bananas were rallying at the end of the inning, and a guy caught it to end the inning. And our fans started booing him like crazy. We brought the police over to kind of almost escort him out of the stadium. <laughs> it, was quite the, it was quite the scene. Yeah. So let's let's hope that doesn't happen. But, yeah. you know, it's all part of the idea of just, you know, what rules can you break? How can you have guys enter the field different? How can you guys enter the batter's box different? Just that's what you can do when there's no rules, and that's what makes, I think, baseball more fun. You know, I had a chance to get my oldest son on the Bananas team, but I was too late because I knew the kind of stuff you're looking for. And, uh, and, and he, he played, you know, a, a little bit of all the sports, but was mainly a football player, but it wouldn't matter. But when he, he's, he's actually an actor. And one of the things that he got a part for, he learned to walk on stilts. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was like, you got to hurry. And then, then of course y'all get the stilts guy. And I said, well, they've already got one <laughs> because if, the fact that he could, he was an athlete. He can walk on stilts. I think he would have got on the team if he'd got to you quick enough. Well, can he hit? Can he see? We had a guy show up in our tryouts and he's like, I got stilts. I go, Can you hit in stilts? And he goes, I've never done that. I go, Well, let's try and see if you can make the team. And he started hitting line drive, so he made the team. So, can your son hit in stilts? If he can, you might make the team. You know, that's a great point. I don't know. If you had a basketball team, this would be a no brainer. But uh, I don't but, see how they swing and yeah, don't fall. Yeah, I don't get yeah, that. You're right. I, I'll well, tell him. It was bad. It yeah. was very bad. It was very bad. <laughs> I'll tell him. I'll tell him to work on that in case this guy needs a backup or this guy fades away and you need another one. Yeah. We're ready. We're ready for him. Uh, so, so the, you know, while you're having a lot of fun and you certainly change the rules and it has kind of a globetrotter feel to it, but the outcome is not predetermined, right? I mean, it is a, it is a real game and who wins, who wins, right? Oh, completely competitive. Yeah. I mean, the party animals beat the bananas twice last year, two out of the four games. So uh, you never know who's going to win. The guys are all throwing in the nineties. They're all professional guys. We just, you know, they might come up to bat and introduce themselves and now batting for the bananas myself, or we may have guys introduce themselves like stone cold and smash banana cream sodas and then pour them over themselves as they come to bat. So it's professional. We're just turning it into a little bit uh, more fun each time. It looks like a blast. We're showing highlights right now. Where in the world did you find a yellow helicopter? (laughs) There's actually a mosquito spraying helicopter in Savannah. It's yellow, so we reached out to them. (laughs) (laughs) That's like, where in the world? That's quite an entrance. How did did Jesse get a yellow helicopter? Jesse, you know, it's scary because you've got the, the major league playoffs going on right now. And, I mean, is it possible that in the future we're going to see baseball adopt some of these rules (laughs) i'm not sure but um you know i I think whatever they can do to watch the fact that baseball games are now over four hours people aren't paying as much attention yes the playoffs you got some great teams and go back into september where fans teams are drawing less than a thousand actual people in the ballpark which was happening i think uh you need to really think not just about making the games faster but how do you have more celebrations more entertaining i mean when our guys score the first run the entire team runs out into the crowd and starts high-fiving and celebrating with the fans our dugout is empty after we score, people may say it's bushly, but the fans love it. <laughs> well, I think one thing you're doing, and I know the purists may not like it, but we've got a generation that has lost interest in baseball, and 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 I think what you guys yep. are doing, if if everybody would just calm down, who who, who are purists and don't like it, mm-hmm. you guys are being used, I think, in a, in a, in a in a wise way to use this approach to actually introduce people to baseball again that may fall in love with it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I appreciate it. It's wild. I mean, we have fans come in from over 20, 30 states almost every game this this year in Savannah. We had one fan drive 40 hours from Utah for a game with his family. And, you know, they're wanting to see something different. You know, they've passed how many baseball stadiums (laughs) to come see the Bananas. So I think that's the key. Provide something dramatically different and see, ooh, I actually like parts of this baseball game. I want to see baseball a little bit different. And I think that's kind of the goal. Now, now which player is it here has the flower girl uh, helping him get to the batter's box? (laughs) Yeah, that was Dalton Malden. He's actually a big singer. Uh, big, uh, he played with us at the end of the season. But, yeah, he had a flower girl escort him to the plate. Uh, and Bill Leroy, Barstool Sports, called him the fa- future face of baseball. He's the guy that introduces himself. He's always mic'd up. Yeah. He does interviews in bathroom stalls. I mean, he's he's crazy. Um, and he'll be joining us. So, yeah, there's some personalities. But these guys can actually play. That's what's crazy, even amidst all the chaos. How do you, JCR, is it more than – are you kind of the dictator of banana ball – Meaning, you kind of make the decisions, or do you have a, uh, a you know, a staff? Are you or, the commissioner? Are you a, a board? <laughs> because what I'm thinking is, a guy comes in and said, "I'd like to be considered." You're at a tryout. Are you the one who says, "Put him on the party animals," or he's a banana? Mm-hmm. I, well, like I come, I come and I try out. What are the things that you decide which team I should be on? Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. There's a lot of interest from some big networks about streaming the tryout because you get guys coming from all over the country. uh, (laughs) Literally, I mean, we have a TikTok uh, contest. We have a dancing part of the tryout. It's not just play baseball. We want to see the entertainment. So it's a ridiculous tryout. But um, at the end of the tryout, both teams will have a draft. So the coaches and we actually were we're talking to a few major league baseball uh, names that people know that could be the coach that will actually dictate who uh, will play on the team. So it's a draft. And, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I try to get a few more bigger characters on the bananas, but uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> All right. Well, the tour is set in uh, Savannah, Georgia, Daytona Beach, Florida, Montgomery, Alabama, West Palm Beach, Florida, Columbus, Georgia, and Birmingham, Alabama, Rick and Bubba Home Market. Uh, and uh, if you want to go see the bananas play one time or all six times, uh, you can go right now to the savannahbananas.com. Uh, the All the information, I guess, tickets are available. We, you can roll them now. No, we have to do, to be fair to each city in the market, we have a priority list. So we already had uh, over 3,000 fans join the priority list wow. just yesterday. Wow. So um, wow. you have to get the priority list, and then we'll let them go. And that's why we've been so fortunate. Every game sold out. You try to you know get everyone to have that opportunity at the same time. So that's what's that's So what's go happening. to the website now and, and, and try to get on the priority list. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're looking forward to this. I know, I mean, we have at least two chances to see it. So uh, we're excited about it, Jesse. Thanks for sharing yeah, with us. Yeah, Jesse, thank you. Yeah, if you look at Montgomery, Alabama, Birmingham, Alabama, and even Columbus, Georgia, uh, that's all in, in Rick and Bubba world there. And um, so, but you can get any of the six uh, opportunities you want to find out about it and the dates, they're all there. Uh, just go to the Savannah, SavannahBananas.com, the SavannahBananas.com. It's in show notes, too. We'll be right back. Thanks, Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes to the top of the hour, so the Banana Ball 2022 schedule is up. Uh, are you looking to uh, your small business? You got a role needs to be filmed? Maybe you're a big business. Uh, you've got uh, a job opportunity you'd like to put in front of the best candidates. LinkedIn.com slash Bubba will allow you to post your job opportunity for free because uh, you're a supporter of this program. And they'll take it and they'll put it in front of their 770 plus million people. Uh, and uh, you can use some targeting questions and they'll take those from you. And uh, they'll take out those targeting screening questions and then they'll take this you know, mass 
group of people and they'll kind of narrow it down for you through those targeting questions. And then when you get ready to interview uh, the candidates, uh, you only have the best of the best. There'll be no interviews that are a waste of your time. Uh, you will only be dealing with people that have been vetted out to, and, and know that they meet at least the basic requirements. LinkedIn.com slash Bubba, the world's largest professional network, is ready to go to work for you, and you can post that first job for free by going to rickandbubba.com and looking under the Sponsors button or LinkedIn.com slash Bubba to post for free. All right, so uh, so Bubba, we, we you remember the, this famous – move uh in uh, and it's hard to imagine there was actually a movie at one time that was called dirty dancing yes uh you can tell the uh uh, this was long before the me too movement rick not Uh, to be confused with the forbidden dance yeah by the way is the me too is the me too movement over now that biden's in Mm. you don't hear about it much i know i know is it is it did the plot of women suddenly just overnight (laughs) become resolved uh, but anyway, well, the leader kept smelling their hair, Rick. They didn't know how to take it. Right. Yeah, so, so anyway, uh, um, Greg, do you remember the movie The Lombada? I did. Well, the I Forbidden watch Dance. It, right? The Forbidden Dance. Yeah. The Lombada. They, I mean, it all came down to this big scene where you had to to make it under the bar to prove that you were right. Well, you know? So, if, if you look right here, this is the back to the other movie, Dirty Dancing. Mm. This, it, it? It's this. It's this move where nobody puts baby in the corner, and right? she or runs so, and jumps, and Patrick Swayze holds her by the hips up over his head. Right. Mm-hmm. And Rick, it has been Bubba mimicked. Bubba did Adler like that. It's one, been though. mimicked, and it has been memed, uh, you know, a thousand times. And there are so many, so many YouTube video clips of people trying this, and they're terrible fails. Peyton Manning and Odell Beckham did it in a commercial. Rick, I have seen so many wedding things where people go crashing into tables and cakes oh, yes. and yes. punch bowls who try this. It's Eli Manning. I'm sorry. Eli right. Manning and Odell Beckham look right there. You remember right. this? Right. right. So now we have a video of somebody trying this and it goes really really bad because uh, it can't as you said, <laughs> i have not seen it go this bad yeah the, the, this is look right here so here here it is and it just goes he, he she's she's trying to stretch out uh and then <gasps> she goes over backward and he pulls her whole oh, dress off my goodness and she's laying on the sidewalk i guess is that sidewalk i guess that's a sidewalk yeah they're it? outside it's yeah. dark Looks yeah. like she goes all the way City. over his head and he tries to keep hey, her, her whole dress gets and, ripped off and he rips the, the, her dress oh, completely off there. she's down yeah. to just underwear and, and there it goes and he's there goes yeah. dress. and wow. now now i'm laying in the streets and, and it's bad enough i fail yeah, so there she is in her underwear. Yeah, and, and that's that's one of those things I think where you think it's a wonder she didn't get hurt. Look how she falls. Oh, I know, her. I know. Yeah. It's a wonder she didn't break her neck. Yeah, it's uh, but she ends up falling on her back, uh, unfortunately for her, in her underwear out on a public street. Well, well you know, that's a, a lot of comments well, with this. Know, I'm trying to sure. not say. Yeah. Anything. Well, the name of the movie speaks for itself, <laughs> and uh, so so there you go. Um, I I don't know whether you are following. Uh, this this weird stuff that's going on in Virginia, you know, involving this gubernatorial uh, contest. Boy, that's boy, I mean, boy, it has really got crazy, yeah. hasn't it? Did you know how to pronounce uh, this? McCullough? Is, is that how you say his name? Uh, that's how I've always Terry, said Terry McCullough. He, yeah. he was, uh, you remember, he was one of uh, Bill Clinton's uh, oh. cabinet uh, advisor, political people. He was one of the insiders with Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he went and ran for governor of Virginia, was elected. I don't know if he served one or I forgot what their term limit is. Anyway, he had to, he, he could only run that time he ran and then he's been off and now he's running again. Yeah. He's gone back. So apparently whatever limitation it was, was, uh, in consecutive, uh, terms, but he's come back. He, he's been a big lead. He's been way ahead in this and the Republican has closed 
the numbers on him dramatically in the last two weeks. Yeah, well, everybody has signed me up for move on dot whatever, yeah, and, yeah. and all the yeah. the the I'm on Kamala Harris's stuff and President yeah. Biden. Thank y'all for and, that. And we they, really appreciate it. And they've all been emailing me saying too close to call. This is yeah. too close for send comfort. your money. Too close for comfort. Uh, well, uh, we've got a number of, of videos here uh, involving this, but first, uh, have you seen Rudy Giuliani's? Video of him pretending to be Abraham Lincoln. Y'all to, told me about this, and it was so disturbing I hadn't looked at it yet. Yeah, he's Rudy. trying to get Virginia voters not Rudy. to pick this. Uh, the real Rudy. The gubernatorial Rudy. candidate. Terry. McCullough. That's the, McCullough. Weir- that's the weirdest spelling of McCullough I've ever seen. Well, I, you know, Rick, Bubba? I'm probably close. I'm not exactly Rick, you're, you're, right. You're basing it on Bubba's translation. Please look, Greg. Bubba. Look at this. Look. That's Vote not. against the man who dishonored our past. By selling my bedroom hundreds and hundreds of times to scoundrels in a pay-for-play scheme. In my time, we had a name for men who sold bedrooms for one night. In your time, the name is Terry McAuliffe and the Clinton flees once and for all. Is that Rudy? <laughs> now, how do we know that's Rudy? It doesn't look yeah, like Rudy. Like, he, 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 are you sure it's the real Rudy? It's it's Rudy Giuliani. By the way, you remember I that weird it, yeah. thing he got in when that Sasha Baron it, Cohen it, tricked yeah. him? Yeah, it, well, at it, least it, his it, hair dye's not right. He's put an yeah, Abraham that Lincoln. Sharp. That was that was bad. Yeah. That was bad. Yeah, Watched right. the Abraham Lincoln documentary this past weekend. Interesting. Yeah, I sure did. That's I don't want to ruin it. Very good. He gets killed then. No, I'll tell you this. He lived a harsh life. Yeah, he did. He's a weird looking dude, too. Greg. Greg. That, Greg. He was. He was. How about Abe Lincoln? Wasn't how weird about Ford's Theater? I saw where he took his last breath and was carried yeah. across the street. Yep. So uh, that's, that is weird. You need to go see that sometime. It'll, it's creepy. We don't we don't have enough time, but we have some other things involving this, and we may come back and cover this. You know, this Kamala Harris video that has been sent out to churches because of this election, people are saying, not, not so fast. I don't know that you can do this. Uh, in the position of vice president involving, you know, the, you know, the left loves to talk about separation of church and state unless it benefits them. Right. Yeah. And, right. uh, and then suddenly it, it, you know, you're not supposed to be able to do politics from the pulpit. Yeah, it, it violates their tax-free status. Right. And a lot of this has been going on for many, many years. Um, but this is very blatant and it looks to be illegal. Bob most can. Top of the hour. If you're with us, we'll cover that when we come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. It is six minutes past the hour from the Rick and Bubba Broadcast Plaza. And Teleport, we thank you for being with us. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here and ready for a brand new hour. We welcome back for a brand new hour. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubsy. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for allowing us to do what we do. So if you're just now joining us, we talked uh, last hour. We'll finish this and move into some other topics this hour, including your phone calls. So this uh, this gubernatorial race in Virginia has got everybody involved. The Democrats and the Republicans are all Fighting, we just watched Rudy Giuliani do some bizarre 
Abraham Lincoln thing that was uh, uh, just wow. You Are sure we sure was it was him? It, you couldn't yeah. tell it was Y'all, him. Yeah, uh, don't he? Have, he I guess he's there. got a nose on to a well, fake nose. Well, no, I think I think this actually may be something generated just yeah, just oh, online. Absolutely. Oh, it's just that's his what voice. It is. His okay. voice is the only thing. That's yeah, you, you know how you can put a cat on your face oh, and all that. It's oh, the same thing. Okay. It's just Abraham. Do you remember? Y'all right. think that Giuliani? I thought he dressed up like that. Had a top hat. I did. Did you really? I did. Okay. No, I thought it was computer generated. I didn't know how though. Or are you? I thought he had a hat on. Just like the cat thing. Just tell you, Abraham you remember, you remember when I thing. did the cat and people yes. were sending us pictures of the dogs barking at it? Yes. I know. That, was that was funny. funny. That's so funny. So anyway, now we move into has Vice President Kamala Harris done something that is illegal? Uh, well, at least she's done something. Now, <laughs> Bubba, tell me. Yeah, Red, we haven't heard from her in a while. Now, Greg, she she did, it's illegal, but she did something. She did, Greg. She made sure she did a long way from the board. <laughs> oh, Greg. But yeah. anyway, and so – she she's trying to use her influence to get uh, you know uh, the the governor Democrat Terry McAuliffe is that McAuliffe right? yes. uh, re re reelected and back in and all this or bring him back or whatever happened and uh, so she has put together a video that three a little over three hundred black churches across Virginia will hear and it will be Kamala Harris and they're going to put them in the church like you're sitting there watching your announcements at your church service. And all of a sudden, Kamala Harris is going to come on and say this right here at, at church. Greetings, everyone. So when I was growing up, oh, we sang in the choir at mm-hmm. Oakland's 23rd Avenue Church of God. We sang hymns about how faith combined with determination will see us through difficult times. And we were taught that it was our sacred responsibility to raise our voice and lift up the voices of our community. One of the most significant ways I believe that we can each use our voice is through our vote. So Virginians, you have the opportunity now to raise your voice through your vote, because it's election time. As you know, this is an important election coming up on Tuesday, November 2nd, and early voting is already underway. I believe that my friend Terry McAuliffe Uh is the leader Virginia needs at this moment. Terry McAuliffe has a long track record of getting things done for the people of Virginia. When he was governor, in the wake of the recession, you'll remember, he brought 200,000 jobs to Virginia. Incomes went up and unemployment went down in every city and county in the state. And now, Terry McAuliffe is stepping up again with a clear vision about how to rebuild Virginia's economy for the future to raise the minimum wage, to make health care more affordable, to give every child a world-class education. Virginians, you deserve a leader who has a vision of what is possible and the experience to realize that vision. Terry McAuliffe is that leader. In 2020, more Virginians voted than ever before, and because you did, you helped send President Joe Biden and me to the White House. This year, I know that you will send Terry McAuliffe back to Richmond. So early voting has already started, and this is the first year that you can vote on Sundays. So please vote after today's service. And if you cannot vote today, make a plan to go vote. Go to IWillVote.com. All right, so, so here's the problem. 
Yeah, I thought if she just said, hey, be sure and go out and exercise your right to yeah, vote, but she's right. not doing that. Elected officials have spoken in churches from the pulpit many times. There has been issues in the past with certain communities with the pastor's basically telling his congregation who to vote for. That's where it first started becoming a problem. Then you had other churches where voter guides were being passed out. Okay, and this is on all sides of the aisle, and this is on all groups of churches and races and all this stuff. Okay, it's kind of evolved. Now, where they started getting into problem, the the voter guides were talking about issues and, and why the church was behind this issue, issue or that issue, but where that that's where they had to stay. They couldn't get into endorsing a candidate. Right. When they cross over into endorsing a candidate, by law they are threatening their tax-free status. And as people are saying, this is a blatant campaign ad, and and they are correct. If she had just stayed with what she was saying and not endorsed Terry McCullough for uh, governor and said, go out and vote for him, you would have been fine. But this actually crosses the law, and uh, I, I, it'll be interesting to see what is done about it or not done about it, because this is a pretty high-ranking federal official who is clearly breaking federal law. Yeah, you, you hit it. There's nothing to add. I've been to church services before where they say, if you'd like to see where the candidates stand on every issue, here it is. They never tell you. The voters got And then yeah. they say, you go out and vote whatever you think is right. Exactly. But if you want to be educated on things that we as followers of Christ care about, here's where the two candidates stand yeah. on these issues, and then you make your own decision. Tony Evans did a whole series uh, on this last election, and all he really was saying is, you know, if you are a follower of Christ, you, you want to do the best you can to vote for the things that biblically are not up for debate. But he never said this is who you want to vote for and yeah, who's not. Here's why your vote's important. Here's why this is what's important. This is what's not important. All this. But you can't get up there and do what she just did and say, hello, I'm the vice president. Go vote for Terry McAuliffe. No, the way the current law is, that's a violation for, for during, any during, side, during the video, During the, yeah. the church announcements. Yeah, you, you, you just can't do that. So it'll be interesting to see if well, nothing's uh, gonna happen the powers to I know that, that be will do anything or they'll change the law or, you know, how this always happens, you'll have this. And then people on the other side of the aisle will also do the same thing. And then when they're accused of breaking the law, they said, well, you didn't do anything for her, so we ought to get to do it too. And then the law doesn't matter anymore. So it's really about are we going to have laws and we're going to enforce them or not. That's well, the bottom. I hate to be the person in the room, and you know this, I don't have to tell you because you, you're saying it without saying it. We know what, how it currently works. If you're endorsing a Democrat from the pulpit, nothing nothing right. happens to you. Right. If you're endorsing a Republican from the pulpit, then you're, you're breaking. In tr- then the you're law. in trouble. Right. Right. And yeah, that- yeah, we do have two systems of justice in this yeah, country, right. and it's evolved, and it, it's directly against the Constitution. And I can't remember the amendment where it says everybody's got to be treated yeah. the same. But uh, it's like fourteen. If, if these like churches, the more than three hundred, and they're calling them black churches, they're going to get this video. If these same churches would would pl- play the Rudy Giuliano video. Giuliani video. Well, then, maybe then, there's then, a better one to right, play but than I'm not, that. But, yeah, if, they, but, but yeah, if they play, if they played Rudy Giuliani yeah. saying we got to get rid of Terry McAuliffe and you need to vote for the other guy or other woman, I don't know who's running or who it two is. guys, two guys. Yes, another guy. Then, then that would be against the law. And by the way, the way the law is set up for the churches to keep their non-taxed, you know, tax free status, yeah, to yeah. be exempt from from uh, from federal taxes, we clearly said they could not get up and do political. 
couldn't okay. endorse candidates. Yeah, and if they're going to do that, then they got to start paying taxes. So, so anyway, but I'm just going to go ahead and tell you guys, like you said, Greg, to Helmsley when he was watching the story of Abraham Lincoln, hate to tell you how it's going to end. Nothing's going to happen to Kamala Harris. No, so no. any of you that think that it is, it's just not going to. Yeah, I wouldn't lose sleep over yeah. it. And then uh, you got Stacey Abrams. You remember when everybody said you could not say that the election was stolen from Donald Trump and you'd just be run out of <laughs> yeah, town on the rail? question. Right. Well, here's Stacey Abrams just acting like that she was not allowed to be governor of Georgia. I mean, she's saying it as clear as she can say it. And, of course, McAuliffe is, is um, nodding in the background like he 100% agrees with it. Listen to this. You see, I'm here to tell you that just because you win doesn't mean you're one. Mm. We've got folks who are ready to take back what they think is theirs, but they are not entitled to our progress. They are not entitled to our justice. They are not entitled to our votes. But either we use them or we lose them. I come from a state where I was not entitled to become the governor. But as an American citizen and a citizen of Georgia, I'm going to fight for every person who has the right to vote to be able to cast that vote. Mm, so, okay. I, I wasn't allowed. Well, look, I, I, I agree. I want everybody who is a legal citizen registered to vote to vote. I, yep. I just I want to cut down on the people who are not supposed to be voting vote. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. And whoever wins, wins. Good with that. We come back. And I know Braves fans are already. I got to talk Dale Murphy with, with Helms. I have to. Helms has been keeping something. I have to. I have to. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Eight six six. We be big as a number. Now I know Braves fans are already having a difficult week with Helmsy with his hoodie. He's a little on the microscope. Yeah, that his hoodie is trying to get one win out of three in L.A. and uh, he claims the hoodie even shows signs of working a little bit, even though they lost last night. But they <laughs> the hoodie gives opportunities, Rick. It doesn't give you wins; it gives you opportunities. Right, and you thought those were all there, and you think if it, if it can pull one out, uh, that the Braves will be set up to win the the, yeah. the National League. Pennant. You talking about the twelfth best one. team in baseball <laughs> making it this far? Yeah. This is right. a brilliant spin I on mean, this part. Serious yeah. business. I well, know. they were undefeated I saying this the hoodie for, Yeah, buddy, they lost so many games. Somebody pulled that season. old dusty rag out. Rick, <laughs> here's the thing. They, as far as the Braves go, 12th, 12th best team in, in baseball. Yeah. Okay. You'd be like being top four. That's like Cincinnati making a college football playoff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Central Ooh, Florida. Right. Something Number like two. that. Yeah. They lost to Cunha. Yeah, hey, we just lost Solaire, okay, to the COVID. No, really. Yeah, that messes everything up. Right. Squinting. I'm trying to give you a little help. Yeah. That's all I'm doing. By the way, just wouldn't got, have won we, any other division out there. Just no, gotta, no hope Acuna would be back at all, right? No. I mean, Chipper Jones is hurt. No. Greg, <laughs> just got a text from a Cincinnati fan. Tell him, please don't put our hoodie on. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. So, uh, so they said, one, please hey, wear a Biden hoodie to this, election and, day. And, and obviously, we're having fun. Some of you doesn't, don't realize that. I know. Um, if you think Look that. Morning. You're, I'll say this. You're giving me way too much credit and power if you think I can affect an eighth inning of a National League series. Well, okay. you, you look, now, so, I'm going to continue to have fun with this and be said, intolerable about it. Step yeah. one. You but, said it was yeah. causing good things to happen earlier well, it is. on the show. Yeah. It was. No, my, hey, 
Bubba. If blowing a three-run lead, it certainly is. Eighth is. Yeah, yeah hey, mean, the hoodie on the fourth inning for the Braves. All right, and so Freddie problem Freeman, is they play nine. Freddie Freeman is back. Yeah, so uh, careful Freeman now. Careful. So uh, listen, well, listen, I'm not wearing a hoodie again Freddy. for him. I'm afraid I gave Freddie the opportunity. So then you bring up Dale Murphy. Now, when you bring when you bring up Dale Murphy, when you when you bring up Dale Murphy, if if. <laughs> if you're us and the word and the word and the name Dale Murphy comes up, we harken back <laughs> the greatest brave ever. We harken yes. back to the baby That's blue braves. So hard. We harken back to them being horrible, terrible, yes. oh, never winning. Uh, we harken back to being uh, a board op in AM radio who carries the Braves, <laughs> thinking they'd go on a commercial break when they just don't have anything to say. Yeah, and, yeah and, sad. Uh, hearing the guy in the background screaming, how, how much a special on Cold Bud. Rick, they, oh, they may yeah. have been the only team in baseball that was totally out of the pennant race by the third week of the season. And the thing that gave us hope, the only thing that we as kids had to cling to or as young people to cling to, was Dale Murphy. Right. Dale Murphy would hit a home run in the game, and we would all feel good about it. Now they would still lose 10-1. to 1. He was that clean-cut guy that just did everything by the book. He he was our only hero. Our only all-star. Break. We had yeah. Bob Horner for a little while. Yeah, no, but, yeah we did. I, no, that but was Dale later. Murphy laid the ground for Bob Horner. He did. But Dale, that was before. That was long before They would have put Horner. one Brave on the all-star team, and it would be Dale, Dale Murphy. Murphy. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and that was almost by default. Right. So what what's happened? And I and someone someone actually mentioned this briefly on the air yesterday or the day before, and I diverted it from everybody because I didn't want you to see it. Okay, mm-hmm. but then I, a minute ago I thought we had enough time had passed that we wouldn't actually play this on the air. So I said, "Hey, I've been holding something from you guys that happened earlier in the week." And Greg was thankful it wasn't what he thought it was. He was, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. Uh, yeah. hey, yeah. I'm thankful it yeah. wasn't right. that. Well. And and so uh, Dale Murphy threw out the first mm-hmm. pitch. Um, um, uh, game two, and uh, we like reviewing first pitches. We've always done, and that. we love Dale Murphy. And a, mm-hmm. and a couple of things that that stood out to me in this, um, and one that's going to truly, one I think I can almost get over, uh, but one's going to truly bother you, Rick. Mm-hmm. And so um, he embraces something that's going on with the Braves when it, mm-hmm. when he goes out there to do this, mm-hmm. and then his first pitch. I, I got to tell you, I struggle to watch it because mm, we have this mm, memory. Mm. I mean, to Greg's point on Horner, it wasn't a pitcher. I was Dale Murphy, and Jay was Bob Horner. Right. That was our. Uh, we were the dynamic duo, right? But in all fairness, Dale Murphy was not a pitcher. No, but he but had he a throw, firing arm he from could. center field. Oh, he could. He oh, gunned somebody in the goodness, second. Rick. Oh, what I know. are we doing? And so, I, I, oh, I, I again, I didn't think we would play this, <laughs> but I, I, I um. It's kind of oh, funny, yeah, actually. Can I do audio? <laughs> no. Uh, he says Damn, thumbs up. Yeah. a little. 65. Karen jersey at his own jersey. There he is. To the mound, and then he broke out the Austin Riley jersey. How about that? Mm. Also broke out the pearls. Rick, don't put the pearls on Dale. Dale Murphy's not locked in with the Atlanta Braves. Yeah. Got a huge wow. ovation. Very cool grandmother before the game. <laughs> that was Greg, by the way. Can he not throw any better now? Well, that's, I, mean, I know he's sixty-five, yeah, but I mean, yeah, it well, like he, he short hopped it to the plate. At least it was, it was, you yeah, know, it was, it was on, it was on, yeah, it was on line. It, it was, was right in front of the plate. It wasn't much of an effort, though. No, it, it wasn't. Well, he was holding that jersey, like he's playing catch with a grandkid. It's not like Dale at all. He and he pulled the pearls out. Yeah, who who on first pitches have we seen that threw the best heater? I mean, really threw one up there. Uh, you remember one? George I, W. Bush. George I, yeah, w. I was going to say that's one. Well, of the it was under the circumstances. But anybody yeah. throwing one harder than that? A Trump threw one harder than that. Yeah, Trump's wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah. I you think, remember Bush threw one. He had a bullet. The finish is to be. Mm-hmm. That, that wasn't easy.
I bet Daddy yeah. Bush didn't. That know was why. just look, Greg. childhood hero. That was hard to watch. And I know everybody's aging. We're all aging. Age is undefeated. Get all that. But I wasn't ready for that. Kind of wish he just stayed in the Hank jersey. I know. A I know. left the pearls mm-hmm. off. Left the pearls off. Mm-hmm. B. Please not short arm. Okay, let's see. This is before, before he was president, by the way. <laughs> Step one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he, he gunned he it, didn't he? A little short arm, but yeah, yeah, right, he threw yeah. it like yeah. a short stop a throwing bit. to first base. But yeah, right on yeah. line. Yeah, it, right there. Still under the pressure, the under the conditions. I wish we had a better video. Though. Under the circumstances, I'm wearing a vest, a bulletproof vest. George W. Yeah. Bush is the best. I, in That's my the opinion, greatest of all the greatest time. first Let's pitch ever. Moment, the moment, the, everything. The greatest first pitch ever is George W. Bush. Yes, I think so. I, I mean, I've got a bulletproof vest on. Right, we've just been attacked. Right, yeah. I'm in New York. Mm-hmm. I'm, out, I'm, I'm, I'm supporting the first responders. Right, you know and, how and, we, buddy, I, and and let me tell you, I, I throw it right down the middle. Like the AP writers keep a list, you know, of the football teams or whatever. Should we on our website keep a list of the best first pitches and worst first pitches, and then when somebody a new one comes in, we can adjust accordingly? Uh, well, Bob Carey said no shows do that. No, oh, okay. Well, that's out. <laughs> <laughs> I love how they had a temporary like rubber set up yeah. for him. He said, "No, I'll go back." Thank you. He goes back to that's another one we have to put in there. Yes. Yeah, he goes back to the correct distance, and yeah, I mean, guys, yeah. he walks off like, "Yeah, I did that." That was a good one, but I mean, has anybody really thrown a heater up there? Not that I know. One that made that old glove pop. Oh, you know, fit, fit yeah. is that? Uh-uh. <laughs> Great. No, no. Speedy, you threw a pretty good one somewhere. Where were we at that we threw out first pitches? You got a pretty good heater in there. I don't know. I don't remember. I hear he's throwing out one in the banana ball game. That's what I heard. Greg's going to be in the banana. That right there is a guy telling us what we should and shouldn't be doing with our lives. That's it. Did he just wipe his nose when he did that? (laughs) Did you see that? Look, he had snot on his hand. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big as the number. John, thanks for the uh, Florida uh, email out of Florida. Six weeks now, he says. Um, uh, I've been uh, taking Relief Factor. Uh, I look, I'm not one to get caught up in trendy things, but after hearing about it on the show for a long time, I finally decided to give it a try. After four days, the pain in my knees went uh, away, literally gone. Uh, constant pain. I had uh, been dealing with um, even trying to sleep. That's gone. I was taking 800 milligrams of ibuprofen three to four times a day, uh, and uh, that's how bad it was. I'm not doing that anymore. Mm. So uh, now I'm taking the all-natural, the four botanicals, relief factor, and the pain that I was struggling with has completely gone. Uh, Man, I hope that will work for you too. I take it every day. It certainly helps me as well. Relieffactor.com. Uh, you know, the over the counter stuff, like he was talking about, certainly they can help you on the short term, but they're not designed to be taken for your over, you know, long-term health against uh, aches and pains. It's not good for you. He's got bad side effects. Uh, relieffactor.com all natural relieffactor.com become pain-free naturally relieffactor.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button, three weeks supply, 1995. You'll know inside the three weeks, whether it's going to work for you or not. All right. A couple, we'll, we'll hit a couple of headlines and we'll get to your phone calls. Uh, this segment and into the next segment. Bubba, we have a mysterious object that is slammed into Jupiter again. Uh, Japanese astronomers have captured a bright light flashing on the gas giant a month after the previous impact 
was observed. Now, this is a tough piece of video here. Uh, you can it, It's really hard to see. Right yeah, there right is where there, it is. Yeah, yeah, you see that? And, you, you know what's amazing about this, Rick? Uh, through my whole life, we had never seen anything like this. And we had uh, the comet. I can't remember the name of it that uh, smashed into it maybe 10, 12 years ago. And we had we knew it was coming. We were had everything looking at Jupiter. We saw the pieces of it smash into it. But since then, we have been able to video and capture things landing on Jupiter, crashing into it several times. Now it's 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 the biggest planet in the solar system. It has a huge magnetic field, huge gravitational field, and it just pulls so many things into it. Um, and you know, we we had the story. Gosh, what a week ago. Uh, some scientists had done some uh, studying and recreation with computer animation, yeah. Yeah. and Jupiter really should be called the guardian of the Earth because its magnetic, its gravitational field, I should say, protects the Earth from being hit by so many things and so many asteroids and comets that would get into the inner planets that could hit the Earth, but they're all soaked up by the giant gravity monster we call Jupiter. Yeah, so there, there's that footage. Uh, video one, Adler, just let me know when you have it. So the, the new thing, too, we have to talk about is because we're having a supply and demand problem, okay, um, now since we have a, a Democratic administration, they have to act like that the supply and demand situation not only isn't a big deal, it's actually a good thing. You know, <laughs> Bo- Buttigieg. Well, they're making, they're making a lot of it like, I heard one time uh, they said, "Well, this is only a problem for the rich." Yeah, here, here's here's uh, a Jen Psaki, yeah. and here she is downplaying it in in this video at the press a conference. Here it is. Just a question on the timing uh, on the supply chain issue. Yeah, um, actions that the president has taken. It, it was clear in March of 2020 when COVID hit that that the supply chains across the world have been disrupted. Even as as the sort of work to fight back against COVID proceeded, people it was it was crystal clear that things were not improving on supply chain. People couldn't get dishwashers and and furniture and treadmills delivered on time. Not to mention all sorts of other things. So why the is the tragedy it, of the short the treadmill that's delayed? Right, the treadmill right, problem. Shame. So they're making fun like the only thing that's delayed is a treadmill. But, but if you true. go in and look yeah. at the shelves. He go, could go, treadmill out. Yeah, go to a car lot and see how their supplies looking. Any of them, yeah. any of them. This is not one or the other. Go to the grocery store. Yeah, go, go to the grocery store. You better not need uh, Gatorade. Try getting as they were talking about appliances. If you need a dishwasher refrigerator to fit your setup at your house, good luck. Right. Good luck. You might find one, but it ain't gonna match. And any hope of getting one is months and months away. I was trying to find a, a part for a, a vehicle the other day. They told me 20 months waiting list. Mm-hmm. 20 months. That's, That's half beautiful. a year. Um, it, it is a huge problem. And, you know, instead of just addressing it, and, and I think, in, in all fairness, Biden came out the other day and said, look, we're going to run these ports 24-7 and all this. They at least was making some effort to try to fix this, although they are the ones helping to make the problem worse with some of these COVID mandates and some of these other rules they've got. But then for her to stand up there and joke about it, like, well, yeah, somebody's going to miss a treadmill. See, they're trying to once again make this a rich Mm -hmm. versus poor thing. Trust me, when there's no toilet paper at the grocery store, it affects everybody. It doesn't care what your income is. Well, look at the price of everything because the supply is so low. 
Yeah. And, and look, you know how the audience acts, and we do this stuff on the fly. 20 months is nearly two years, but – I know, I know what you meant when you. What did you, I say? You half said a half a year. I'm sorry. Twenty weeks is what I meant to okay, say. Okay, you said twenty months, okay. and I was like, "Wow." I want to be corrected. Thank right. you. But I, I always stand to be corrected. Right, and the only reason why I did that is I usually don't even catch those things because I say those things too. Right, but right. the audience, I, I mean, hey, trust me, hey, it was a misspeak hey, on my hey, part. Hey, trust me, the audience, yeah. they don't miss them. Well, I know no, Cheryl's still out there. <laughs> but anyway, so Cheryl, but but how about mm-hmm. that? Twenty weeks is a lot. But with the supplies right now, about twenty months. If somebody tells you twenty months, I wouldn't be that surprised. No, I actually I thought. I thought he was right about the months. He just said half a year. I did too. I thought I did man, twenty months. Look, I, I'll tell you this: there's money well, that there's money that I was ready to spend that I'm not spending mm-hmm. because I, it wasn't completely necessary, right? You know, for function of life. Yes. And I was told that we will never be able to get the supplies for that building project, so you might as well not do it. Right. I know another friend of mine who was going to completely leave, move into a rental house and build a house. And then, and then rent out to, uh, you know, his, the house he was leaving because, no, no, he was going to a rental house because the house that he lived in was going to be completely redone. And that whole project, the complete project was totally canceled yeah. because they said, we can never get what we need to wow. do this. Wow. Not, 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 I mean, you would be in that rental house for, yeah, forever. And so there, he's like, well, that didn't make sense. So they shut the whole thing down, then moved back into a house that they kind of had left in the remodeling condition. Yeah, we're going- Oh, yeah, 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 and now they're like, all right, now we got to go back and live in it. Uh, so, but but if you look at the grocery shelves, and and Adler was just showing you, she can grab that one. And you're right; he should have never given her the option of the treadmill because she 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 was on that. Like, yes. uh, you know, like I mean, just it was just. I mean, she she thought, oh, good, I can be a smart aleck now. Right. And then Jake's trying to convince us after he's come off paternity leave, he's trying to convince us that this is all a good thing. Yeah, the, the demand's yeah. so high because people are spending because, money because it's on him. No, yeah. the, the the reason that shelves are empty is there's not enough stuff there. And right. if again, well, just, just be be honest, be oh, honest. Yeah. Okay, COVID disrupted the supply chain. Do everything you can to get it back in order. One first step one, quit paying people to stay home yeah. and not work. Step two, knock down all these ridiculous rules that you've got that is preventing people from being truck drivers and working on the docks, and let's get these ships unloaded and get them to the people. That way they will spend money. That way the the jobs – uh, well, more jobs will be taken, and you you can actually get credit for it. You'll, you'll look like you're yeah. helping to solve a problem mm-hmm. instead of pushing an answer that fits your agenda that doesn't work. Yeah. Doesn't work. Yep, there it is. Uh, look at all that. Yeah. It, it's, have you seen? Have y'all seen the pictures of all the ships? Oh, oh yeah, off the coast yeah. of California. Mm-hmm. And, well, this and a lot of them are going to run out of supplies for the crew and going to have yeah. to dock and go somewhere else, and you're not going to get that cargo. Uh, you know the couple that we are now accusing of selling the nuclear submarine secrets. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yep, yep. Now, now we're figuring out that the uh, the teacher that that uh, is now being accused of helping her husband do this. Uh, they have people uh, saying she was complaining about her sixty thousand dollar a year salary to be a teacher, and she wanted to quit the United States when Donald Trump was elected. Uh, they've now been indicted like by that, yeah. a grand jury. Look, here's the thing. My position on this is really clear. I don't care what their politics are. I don't care who they like, who they dislike. If you sold our secrets to a foreign power or thought you were, and you're caught and you're convicted, you need to face the firing squad. End of case. I don't have a problem with it. And I'm non-negotiable. We'll come back. Your phone calls are next. Step one. Step one. Step nine. Lights out.
Step nine. <laughs> step nine. <laughs> Are we at step nine? It will be. Yeah. You had my way to do it. Right. Don't really care what, why you did it. Don't care. Don't care. We're not selling our secrets to foreign powers. Nope. Of course, if they're not held accountable, we'll keep doing it. Oh, but, yeah. They'll line up. We'll take your phone calls next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Wednesday Bible study back today. Watch it uh, at uh, noon Central Time, 1 o'clock Eastern, on our Rick and Bubba YouTube channel. Adler will archive that soon after, uh, and you'll have it available on the YouTube and podcast channels for your own consumption. And we'll put links on our social media like we do most every Wednesday as well. Uh, all right, so uh, let's go to the phones. An anonymous caller out of Alabama. Anonymous, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? Good. How are you? Fired up and ready. It's all we know. It's all we know. Hey, in all seriousness, if you want to see the first, uh, the best first pitch in baseball history, you need to look up Colin Kaepernick's first pitch. Colin Kaepernick's first pitch. Never seen that before. I don't think. If I have, I don't remember it. Uh, I understand he's a former quarterback and a former baseball player, but I mean, it's still. Obviously, the best first pitch compared to the rest of them. So he heated it up. So he throws some heat. Oh yeah, he ran back. Somebody said he could have been a pitcher in the major league, but they wouldn't let him pitch because he's black. <laughs> uh, 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 all right, we'll continue. I'd like to see the pitch, uh, 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 Luke. We'll, if you throw a first good pitch, you, right, you get him right here. Uh, Boy, he did hum it. If I, you can't hardly see it, he's going from sunlight it's hard, to dark. It's, it's hard, hard to see it. It's hard to see. Sure, I can't, I can't, a better angle I can't see it. the ball here. It's 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 too too much shade. Well, he 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 reared back to throw it. We can't really yeah, see the pitch. Right? He, yeah, yeah, he did. He definitely looked like he threw it hard. He's got Greg choked up over it. Good for him. Uh, yeah. Let's go to Greg. We'll find better video. Don't get upset. Yeah, <laughs> Greg. I, want, I know you can be that mad about it. Step three. Uh, let's go to Fort Worth, Texas, <laughs> where Brett is standing by. By the way, our our, our Brett numbers and Brent numbers yeah, on the show are through incredible. the roof. Incredible that and Fort Worth numbers. Brett, Brent, go ahead. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Good. Hey, one of the. One of the unintended consequences, I think, that we're going to see from the supply shortages is these driving schools are cranking out new drivers um, just one right after the other, and it's going to overload the roads with inexperienced drivers. Step one. Uh, yeah, oh. I was uh, I-, I was driving uh, to Starkville last weekend, and, uh, and of course, I for some reason, I-, I still I don't know whether I'm raising a speedy or what, but this thing with me and Big Love and the toll bridge, it's a dollar fifty. He won't use the toll bridge. I said, That's shorter to start ball and back. He goes, No, I don't do that. I just go I just go the Is it is it about the change? And I'm like, son, well you don't even have to have that. They take debit cards or whatever. I'm like, son, it's a dollar fifty and it cuts off you having to go through Tuscaloosa. Yeah. He goes, No, I like to go through Tuscaloosa. What? I'm like, What? Because that's the way I always go. I, mm. Well, I know that, but, yeah, that, but that's wrong. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. But anyway, on that little road on the tow bridge, I see just what the car talked about. Hey, we need drivers. We need drivers. Uh-huh. Here's our here's our uh, employee package. I mean, we're going to give you this and give you that. Mm-hmm. And um, so you're right. It, there's a lot of people that's going to be behind the wheel of an 18 wheeler that's a rookie. I and, sure and, wish we had all be those. An, there'll be an influx of rookies. Did mm-hmm. I see where they were trying to get them? I didn't realize it. The lower the age to 18, to 18. I think it'll be 21 now. Yeah. In the CDL. 
I really wish we had uh, had not pulled up all those railroad lines, you know, years ago. Now, you, like now you're talking about another one of my family members. You know, Sherry Burgess is pro railroad. Oh yeah, she yeah, she she thinks we should have never got away from the railroad the way we did. Well, it mm-hmm. uh, it, it was a little quick. Mm-hmm. Well, I had a caller earlier who works for the railroad said they're about to mandate them, and you're going to see it walk everybody walk off. So it. we're going to mandate. Hmm. People who work for the railroad to get a vaccine? Yes. Now, why would we said. do that? That's what he mm-hmm. said. He said, and you're going to see people walk away. I want you to think about just a stereotypical you, railroad worker. You think they're going to take a vaccine? No. <laughs> Let me tell you an industry that is about to really take off. That is fake vaccination cards. Yes, yeah. step one. <laughs> Rick, here's now you're in it. Here's a better angle of the Colin Kaepernick pitch that Greg was being such an ass about here. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, yeah, that's yeah. heat. He did throw. Did y'all? It. That's heat right there. Mentioned Nolan Ryan at sixty through it like eighty six miles an hour. No, no, I'd like to see that. One. Yeah, hey, that's a good. That was that, a good angle a good, too. Look, uh, I don't always agree with the cap, but that was a good pick. That, that was a great pick. That was. And also, I hate to say it, Adler. This is where Greg's negativity, he got what he wanted. Yeah. You see? <laughs> the audience I mean, won. We're going to show a Greg's you negativity. You can't play to Greg like that. Greg, yeah. I'd like for you the rest of the show to call him corporate Greg. Because oh. that's, that's what he's doing now. Oh, you're working he's, on your corporate stuff? Yeah. I'm just multitasking. There's corporate time, and now there's corporate Greg. Yeah. A little multitask going yeah. on. <laughs> you keeping up with employees who are still working for us today? Uh, well, boy, that list grows. We got some turnover, don't we? We yeah. do. Uh, is this Nolan Ryan? I think so. Yeah. That's, that's old Bobby Ray there. Yeah. That's Nolan Ryan. That's the and, and Texas and flag. And that Bobby Ray from over the plant? Oh, he got the kick. Wow. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. He wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's I'll tell you good. what. But that don't count. And Greg he's even, a pitcher. Greg likes that video. Adler. good job. That is. I Let's see it one more time. Hard. Let's see it one more time. Guys, you, we act like Nolan Ryan been able to throw a good pitch is, is something. Can you that, celebrate yeah, anything? But it think about it. Greg, you see Del Murphy? Greg, Murphy? Greg, don't let, just fight that negativity. You're telling me that y'all were surprised that Nolan Ryan had a good first pitch. At this age, yes. No way. Ricky played till he was 100. With that kind of a Greg, if you thought yeah, about Murphy? a B12 shot. Murphy won a pitcher. <laughs> but he could throw it from the outfield all the yeah, way to home plate. He's had, he's got issues. He's got yeah. issues. I think a B12 would go a long way with you, pal. Hey, y'all ain't going to believe this. <laughs> Nolan Ryan, one of the greatest pitchers of all time, had a good first pitch of the game. We didn't say good what, first pitch. We're talking me? about the philosophy if, for if, that age. Wait a minute. Time could, out. You mean to tell me Hall could, of Famer pitcher? <laughs> if we could keep it in context. <laughs> Would you say Bubba was a good said, first pitch? I wonder who's thrown the, the like the, the, the hardest. That yeah, that was I a good first only pitch. celebrities. I think no. I, I think well, Colin Kaepernick might throw on a better pitch than Nolan yeah. Ryan. I don't know. Good. He's a professional football player, Greg. Yeah, that's kind of borderline. <laughs> I wasn't surprised he threw a good one. Okay. <laughs> you were surprised that Colin Kaepernick threw a good one. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't surprised by it. Uh, we can, who would you be surprised by? Uh, let's say uh, like a mayor? Morgan Freeman threw some heat. <laughs> Like well, you know, he that. bought Bubba's contract. Yeah, he was down there. He did. R&B. <laughs> there was my opportunity. I walked right in. <laughs> did you love when I had it all on the plate? Yeah, yeah, that's no. you say. I knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to, um, let's go to Wendy uh, in Sims, Alabama. Wendy, go ahead. Hey, uh, I want to tell Bubba that the, um, Andy Griffith had a series between Mayberry and Matlock called Salvage. He was building a rocket ship on uh, the junkyard. He was building a rocket ship. There you go, Bubba. You know, I, I saw that in some emails. I, you know what? Uh, I'm not sure that's Honestly, true. Honestly, I missed that. Uh, I might have to go check that out. 
Um, all right, what that about got this? By me, Rick. Would you be surprised as many troubles as Joe Biden has walk in, talk, and everything? Oh, he steps up through like Biden a 90 mile per fastball. Oh, that'd be the biggest surprise ever. <laughs> if he could just find his way to the mound and move his arms as he walks, it'd be When impressive. I was a kid, my dad said, Joey, throw that ball. You got to throw some heat. Step one. Did you see the thing for, for salvage up there? What Adam no. just put up there? Savages? Oh, that's savages. She said salvage. Is this what yeah. she was talking about? Because no, that right there looks like a video I saw yesterday called Lonesome Road. <laughs> she's completely wrong. That's why you worked two things in. Wait a minute. So she thought that was salvage? <laughs> no, there is one I think called salvage where he was in a junkyard. Oh. She said savage. She said savage singular. The name of the actual movie is Savage Is. I thought she well, said look salvage. Look for one that says salvage, like a junkyard. Look for salvage sales they used to buy from me on WHMA 1390. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I forgot about them. I thought you were making another minute. <laughs> Rick, y'all ain't going to believe it. Lynn Swan, they, they threw him a football. He caught it. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah, just stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Kevin Butler kick the, kick the field goal to charity. Right. <laughs> I couldn't believe Lynn's won. Oh, my gosh, you're right. Oh, my gosh, you're right. It's called Salvage One. Right, well, okay. okay so you, oh, there it is. Oh, He's building a rocket. Salvage One. Are you impressed by that, Greg? Nah. Nah. <laughs> yeah, that's before Matlock, like she said. I know. Yeah. Matlock, that's a good one. That one don't look like it'd fly. Wow. I loved him in Waiting on a Woman. Yeah, that was a video. <laughs> Greg, I don't know about this. I don't know how I've transitioned. I have no idea other than the sunglasses that Andy Griffith had on a minute ago. Okay. And wow, stash. wow. You know, I thought I thought I was all – I knew all about Look, Rick, the, he's ready to go into space. The, 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 the mass suicide of the Jonestown and all that. Oh, I thought I knew Rick. all about that. I didn't. I watched the whole documentary oh, until the day. Which part do you not know about? The Jim shootout Jones? at the airport? Jim, Jim Jones. Oh, yeah. yeah. You knew yeah. about the shootout at the airport. Yeah, but Greg, I didn't realize some. Of the work, I mean, how he started oh. his rise to all that. In, Greg, it's wow, disturbing. Wow, it, it really it's is work, wasn't it? Yeah, and it was one of those kind of. You ever got on some of those obscure channels where they're not concerned whether they traumatize you or not with some of their images? Yeah, I, I'd never, I'd never seen such what a I straight. Call the- the high cable channel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've never been so taken back by the straightforward footage of all the death. Oh, uh, you know, most time they had to kind of sugarcoat it for me to show me kind of a high look yeah. from the top. Well, they went on in. Oh. Uh, top of the hour. I'm a high guy to that. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.